I don't know if this question is even fair to ask you then because you haven't had many relationships, whether or not you think we I mean, I, I wouldn't say I've, I've had any bad relationships. Do you think that's a good thing or a bad thing then? I just think I'm perfect. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that's what the evidence says. What evidence is there that says you're just perfect? No bad relationship. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to Amateurish. This is the rebranded podcast that we have here, and we have a new guest this week that we are branching off of last week's topic where we had our guest Liam talking about um, our discussion on toxic red flags in a relationship and what makes a relationship toxic. Uh, this week we have a new guest, and we're talking about what makes a healthy relationship, so I dragged my boyfriend into this. So, hi, Clayton. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> you wouldn't wake up this. Why Why do you, why do you do this? Your energy. Just take it down. Just a little bit. I forgot I was on camera. <laughs> you forgot I was on camera? I forgot I was on camera. I think you just like to pull a gym moment and make sure that you have the office pulling you. Oh, Jesus. I already don't like myself. <laughs> <laughs> How do you think our viewers will? You're lucky I like you. <laughs> oh, God. So we're talking about healthy relationships, and more importantly, we're tying it into Gottman and his philosophies. The first thing I want to do is because, like, people don't know you. I know you, but people in the podcast don't know you. I want to establish a background for you in the fact that people in the podcast don't know who you are or what your past has been like just a little bit without going into too much detail. Dude, I don't want to talk about myself. Funny, because your ego says otherwise. I told you that's a lie. It's not that much of a lie. Um, how many relationships have you been in? Real relationships? Well, you can talk about any of them, but whatever I mean, you constitute as real or fake is up to you. I mean, I had relationships in high school, but I don't really, like, this is my first, like, real adult relationship. Well, I think everyone has a real adult relationship I mean, to become an adult. <laughs> I mean, the ones in high school weren't like, like the ones that you take in high school aren't, you, you know, probably aren't going to go all the way. So you don't really like put as much energy into it. I mean, I guess I always just kept jumping. I don't want to say jumping around. I mean, at the time, know, but... <laughs> at the time you're in high school. So you think, oh, cool. I got a girlfriend. Now it's like fun. It's, like, you know, it's dating. Yeah, yeah, it's dating. But like when you get to college, it kind of just changes. Like, Oh, yeah. Then it becomes about sex. Not exactly. Well, the stigma behind it is it becomes about partying and sex. In college, college relationships. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, you know, the stigma mm -hmm. behind it. What I'm talking about is, like, I, I can understand that. I always jumped into different relationships because I was looking for a life partner. I was never one of the person that's, like, I dated to date. I don't know if you're like that, though. Well, no, I didn't. I, I, I would never say, like, dated to date. But like, in, 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 like, earlier relationships, I never really, like, I guess I thought about it because I, I was, like, there, there, there are moments where you felt like this could be a person, but then at the same time, you're just like, oh, it's like looking back at it, I, I don't give it too much thought of like a real relationship because um, I don't know. I, I'd say, um, I don't know. I just, don't be afraid it's to say not like, like it's not like the relationship I have now, you know? Aww. <laughs> I mean, that makes sense. I mean, it's, it's different. I mean, mm -hmm. you didn't, you didn't have the freedoms to do the things you can do now. Exactly. And, uh, yeah, in high school. Yeah. It's well, without being like a naughty boy. Well, I sure didn't. Oh, my God. I didn't have any. <laughs> I didn't have any freedom until I went to college. I lived in a prison. 
that's not true, but it felt like it. Um, so then from your experiences and, you know, like your mom and her background is very particular, but she seems to have taught you a lot. And in regards to takes your, you take her advice and your parents advice a lot when mm -hmm. you go into relationships from what you've told me, what do you think constitutes as a healthy relationship from your experience and what they've taught you? Being very open and talking about everything, you know, not as much talking about anything, but understanding everything. And being very opening, understand, uh, open, understanding the other's perspective, you know, sort of uh, just being very open about how you feel about things you want to do, about how you want to do certain things. Because especially when you raise children, you know, everything changes because you can have two completely different half and you can have two similar people have to raise a child child. And then it gets to the point where you uh, it start seeing the differences. And if you don't communicate, the child's going to grow fucked up and have all these sort of issues. I don't know. Maybe that's too generalized. I mean, maybe, but it doesn't make sense with how you don't express what you want. <laughs> I, I'm confusion. What's confusing about that? I tell you that all the time. Like, you don't confess what you want. I have to, like, drag it out of you. Oh. Which is funny because you say that and then you talk about, like, <laughs> your parents tell you that all the time. Open communication and explaining what you want is best. And like, then you uh, don't do that. <laughs> I've, I've understood there's um, three things that are always you got to worry about in a relationship. It's sex, money, and communication. Mm -hmm. um, you can live, you can have a healthy relationship with two of the three things. Like if you have good communication and you have a lot of money and you have the money you need to have live your life, you can have a good thing. But if uh, you've got all three perfect marriage, if you got two, you can still survive. If you've only got one of those things, it starts to crumble. That's funny. I don't believe in a perfect marriage. <laughs> I mean, it, in, on paper, perfect marriage. Sure. I mean, I guess, but I don't know anybody that actually goes out and talks about their sex life either. Well, no, no. It's, it's like, this is what, like, therapists talk about. Like, well, for sure, but no one goes know. out and be like, hey, I went to therapy, and turns out I have all three. Like, you know, like, no one... I mean, it's not something you're supposed to talk about, like, Some people to other do, people. But... Like, you don't go up to your neighbor and say, my relationship well, sucks. No I only that. have good sex, no money, and no communication. Some people do. They're fucked, but not everyone. Well, they've got other they've got other stories. Well, they've got other issues, yeah. But that's not the point. What I'm trying to say is that, like, I don't even know what I'm trying to say honestly at this point. I don't know if this question is even fair to ask you then, because you haven't had many relationships. Whether or not you think we, I mean, I I wouldn't say I've I've had any bad relationships. You think that's a good thing or bad thing then? I just think I'm perfect. Jesus <laughs> That's what the evidence says. <laughs> what evidence is there that says you're just perfect? no bad relationship? That could just I'm joking. Goodness. Do you think that's like, something that hinders you then though? That you've never had like of what you constitute as a bad relationship? I don't know. I mean like all of my previous breakups weren't because of like, oh, we hate each other or oh we wouldn't be compatible. It was just like circumstance, you know? It's like it's like oh it's like, you know how, like, in high school you had all those relationships in your class, and then, like, some would just break up because they were going to different colleges, you know? Yeah, I guess. Something like that, you know? I mean, I guess. Like, uh, one, we broke up because um, I was going to college, mm -hmm. and she was still in high school, mm -hmm. and and she lived out of town, so it was just kind of, like, made no sense. And when I got to college, we weren't broken up when we got to college, but when we got to college, we just didn't see each other, and I was like, you know what? It's not worth the trouble. When I did mean, you break it off? What? When did you break that off then? Two weeks into college. Oh, okay. That's why I was like, I didn't hear anything about this. Yeah. That's why I'm like, I don't know, because it's like, 
I think you set your number at like what three, including me. Yeah. Yeah. So like I don't know if this question is necessarily fair to ask you because you one only have three relationships and two none of them you constitute as bad whether or not you think we have a healthy relationship or we don't and why i guess i don't know if that's a fair question i mean you uh, can have your opinion on it but, <laughs> i'm sorry i mean you can have your opinion on it but i don't know whether or not uh, i don't want to say you don't have the knowledge but you don't have the negative knowledge if that makes sense if you don't know what i don't have both perspectives like. exactly so i don't know if that's a fair question you're more than welcome to answer it I mean, I wouldn't. I, I I wouldn't be giving it. I'd, I'd have a biased opinion because I, I've only seen it from one opinion. side, so I can't really say. I can't give a true like uh, advice. I can tell you from my shitty relationships that I think we have a pretty fucking solid and healthy one. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I I would say this is a very very healthy relationship. Well, that's what I'm asking you is whether or not we I have a healthy question. relationship. <laughs> I, or not. I didn't hear that question before. I, don't know. I said it three times. How did you not? So, I know your mom's read Gottman. Have you any, read anything of Gottman's? Do you think I have? Okay, have you ever seen a video or something that doesn't constitute as reading or heard about? No. Or has your mom ever explained Gottman's? The only like, relationship advice I get from my parents. I haven't read any Gottman. Except for, no, I haven't. <laughs> Except, for <laughs> Except for that one time I thought about it and I was like, nope. <laughs> okay, was that when I brought it up to you after I took a class? Yeah, every time you bring it up to me, I'm like, yeah, maybe I'll read it. And then I'm like, yeah, no. Would you read it if I put the three books in front of you? No. Why? I just don't want to read. <laughs> I think you don't want to read. I you don't... can look up the audiobooks or listen to his videos. I mean, I don't know. I just, I don't, I don't particularly find it interesting. I don't know. Maybe it's my own ignorance. I wouldn't. I don't know. I mean, I think it's. I don't, I don't want to make this sound like a judgment, but it's more like I don't see how. And this could just be me because I'm interested in you know the psych and stuff behind it. But Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, whether I don't really understand why you wouldn't be interested in like bettering our relationship. Like that's not like you know something that's meant to be I don't be think more there's personal, a problem. Okay, maybe it is your ignorance. <laughs> There's always something we could be doing better. Communicating better, establishing better grounds, creating whatever it's called, boundaries, yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah. I don't know. That's just me. I mean, there's plenty uh, of YouTube videos if you just look at his channel. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Maybe it's always <laughs> broke. The entire world is broke. Some of it's not. Some of it's not, but some of it could definitely be better. Nothing is yeah. perfect. There's always something you can make better. Including yourself. <laughs> oh, you didn't have to say it was perfect. Or at least you think I thought I thought it was perfect. No, 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 no. What you heard <laughs> was that what I said no, I was, was trying to not think, perfect either. I was trying to contradict you. <laughs> I know you are. You like to do that a lot. Which is fine. I like to be challenged. It's fine. But anyway, for the viewers who don't know. <laughs> Um, some of Gottman's principles I wanted to walk through, especially because if you listen, if you listen to the last episode, we were talking about red flags and what makes for a negative or very toxic relationship. The difference between the toxic relationship and the positive relationship is more about how the two people interact within a relationship more than what is going on from one side to the other. So when we were talking last week, the red flags of the episode um, where we were talking about the TED Talks, were very much so one party member of the partnership was 
bashing very hurtful, either physically, mentally, or verbally. Whereas we're on the opposite side of the spectrum where we're talking about a positive relationship and showing that majority of what makes a good, positive, healthy relationship is showing the effective communication, not from just one person to the other, because that shows oftentimes that you're also going to be part of the statistic of what <laughs> makes for the 50% divorce rate. But it's when two people can effectively communicate, we need you to stop this office bullshit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is when two people can effectively communicate properly is when you can change that statistic and necessarily make your marriage work or partnership, relationship, whatever. It doesn't just apply to romantic relationships. So the first thing you probably wanna look for in a positive relationship is what's called the five to one ratio. And what Gottman talks about is that for every, what Gottman talks about is the five to one ratio is for every negative interaction, there must be five positive feelings or interactions that go with it. So the first thing is you're going to show interest in something that you and your partner or something your partner in their self is interested in. The second part is to be affectionate about those topics and others, as well as being affectionate towards your partner instead of negative or um, against. Third is to be curious about their, your partner, either their past, something they're talking about, or what they're interested in itself. And you can see how these play off one another. And they can easily just be like one, two, three, four, five. The fourth part is to always be playful and to be very energetic about it and to show that you're interested. Even if you're not, it's to just at least drive a little bit of interest and keep the further communication. And the fifth is to show appreciation, whether it be, you know, thank you for showing me this, or hey, I like that you showed me this, let's talk about something else, or maybe we trade turn, you know, that kind of stuff. So that's the first part of it. And a lot of that comes from um, Gottman's next point is that when you apply this five to one ratio of taking something negative, or you're going back and forth between negative and positive interactions, you're taking those things and changing them and essentially that what that's doing is creating a sense of building trust and what he says is that the way for building trust is taking that five to one ratio and taking something negative and turning it into a positive builds the trust with this acronym attune and the way you're going to change that is every time you have a negative interaction you're going to have the positive react every time you have the negative interaction you're always going to add the five positive reactions by um, creating awareness of your partner's emotions in the situation, turning towards your partner in that stance, tolerating the two different viewpoints of yourself and the other or a separate outside view, trying to understand your partner and their point of view as well, becoming non-defensive, be giving non-defensive responses to your partner in response to the negative interaction and responding with empathy. And I think you guys remember if you were here for the first episode, we were discussing that empathy was putting your place, um, putting yourself in your partner's shoes and not necessarily being like, this is what I would do in this situation, but more so being like, I understand that that would be painful. I couldn't imagine if I was in that position that I would do anything different. So there's a huge difference in between that. And <clears throat> going further off that again is the last part is what create, what Gottman constitutes as creating the sound relationship house. And Basically what he takes is all of his information and creates it into one sound system of what makes for a healthy relationship. So the two pillars of the house, and you can literally draw this and I'll add this into the video if you guys are watching here um, on YouTube, is you will have the two pillars of the house, which is trust and commitment. 
And then from the bottom up to the roof, you're going to have everything that constitutes in what makes for a uh, healthy relationship. And a lot of this can be found in Gottman's Seven Principles book, um, The Seven Principles of Making Marriage Work. And so the first part is building love maps. And that's just knowing your partner and what their basic likes, dislikes, and backgrounds are. And then the second part is sharing your fondness and admiration. It's just showing that you care, that you, you know, like, love, whatever of that person. Um, always turning towards them is the third, which kind of goes back on that fondness and admiration is um, when there is a negative reaction or interaction, you're turning towards them instead of away or just being neutral. Um, the fourth is the positive perspective, always trying to take a positive outlook and showing that we can change things in a relationship. The fifth is managing the conflict. And part of that has to do a lot with accepting your partner's influence and saying that, you know, maybe I might be right. Maybe I might be wrong, but you, the way you describe it, I think we should take your side. And sometimes that goes back and forth. Um, always talking about the problems instead of ignoring it and practicing your own self-soothing. So knowing when to calm down and that kind of stuff. Um, the fifth is making your life dreams come true. So actively working, not just for individual dreams, but also for your dreams collectively and talking about the sixth part is creating a sense of shared meaning. So those last two parts are talking about what you want to commit, commit to and create individually, and then also what you want to create and commit to together and creating a sense of like traditions and on the daily and like holidays and that kind of stuff. Um, and that's just in the sense of creating shared meaning, you're talking about what you want to commit to as a couple rather than just individually. <sighs> Based on that, whether or not you're listening. <laughs> I don't know. I was thinking about armadillos at the time. Armadillos, I'm not surprised. What did you hear? Uh, five to one ratio. Something about two pillars in a house. Okay. Sounds colonial. <laughs> it's not colonial. So what? Going back, since obviously what's listening, but I know when he's not listening. I understand everything she said. Do you understand? And what did I say? Well, you said something about how there's got to be five to one. Five, five to one ratio. <laughs> what was that? Four? It was four. It's five minus one, actually. But there's a, a five to one ratio, something about uh, how for every, I don't know, I, my, I guess my understanding was there's got to be five good interactions for every one bad. Yeah, but that was like the first yeah. one like yeah, seven yeah, minutes yeah. ago. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was a long speech. I know um congratulations listener for listening right um what i want to more talk on is whether or not you think this is true for us that's what i'm trying to get at is like the way gottman explained it and i know you heard the two pillars but there's more to that than just the two pillars is that gottman explains that a sound relationship a healthy relationship consists of these like eight things trust mm -hmm. commitment yeah understanding of love maps sure like knowing each other's personal oh, yeah, 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 yeah. backstory and stuff. Sharing fondness and admiration for each other. Yes. <laughs> Turning towards each other instead of away. Yes. Are you saying yes to get through this or are you just saying no, yes no, because you accurately I'm believe listening. this? Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, having a positive perspective on the situations. See, I own that. I own that facility. <laughs> Do you? Oh, yeah. Okay. 
I think your paranoia says otherwise, but yes. I think you do dominate that more because I am a little bit of a pessimist. Yes. However, I think I turn towards you more, but I know when to step back when I'm feeling like I need to have alone time. And then you kind of just shut down. I feel like when you, no, I feel like whenever you're down, I kind of force myself into the situation. Whenever For, yes, because like, you force yourself in the situation. There's a difference. There's an, you shouldn't have to force into a situation when you know that, like, and that's a whole different thing of like understanding each other yeah. when you need alone time and when you don't. Oops. When you can, <laughs> when you can insert yourself in the first five minutes, and I think that's a boundary we should probably set outside the podcast. Is like you have five minutes to insert yourself, and if you can't make me laugh in the first five minutes, then you don't belong in the situation. I, I usually hit that the over under for those conversations is maybe a minute and a half <laughs> on the laughter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> but my point being is like if I need the long time and you can't insert yourself in the first five minutes, leave. <laughs> you can't handle yourself without me. I That's not my point. I can handle <laughs> myself just fine. It's whether or not I'm better or not as an individual than in this relationship. But that's something to solve outside the podcast instead of in it. Yes. Um. <laughs> When we manage conflict, not that we have much, and honestly, I know I'm that person that makes conflict. In the Our ratio is like 300 to 1. <laughs> I, I have to make conflict for us to get to real adult conversation. She, she, she's so petty with those conversations. I'm petty because we don't argue about anything. <laughs> That's not true. We argue, but it's like over petty fucking arguments. Yeah. Like the color of red in a crayon. <laughs> Colors only what you perceive it. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> anyway. Like, how do you know her red is the same red I see? It's you not, can't it's describe red. Race. You can't. Well, red. I don't know what red is. But you can't describe red. red. Well, you must see red because I see red. <laughs> but we did that. We did. We did the Instagram thing where it's like you have to see all the colors and you only saw a portion. Yeah, so I saw. <laughs> I don't know how you saw like seventy-eight because there was only like thirty-five there. <laughs> well, I was counting literally every different pixel. Yes, but you. Anyway, that's something else. That's the whole perspective thing when we manage conflict even if it's petty do we accept each other's influence yes i think we try well they expand on accept each other's influence well like i was like i think our problem is we're both very stubborn <laughs> and when we think we're right we're right i know i'm right when i'm right and this is the problem <laughs> Is like when it comes to that and you really think you're right, is like you're unaccepting of my influence upon you. I guess. That's that's the difference. It's like if, when we manage conflict, like let's say, I don't know if I can pick a conflict example that we argue about because I don't know anything off the top of my head. Rick before. and Morty is a good TV show. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> See, you, in that regard, you can't take my influence in saying that, or even the Xbox argument. It's like I have a past with it, so I think it may or may not be better, but I haven't played it in so long that I have a biased opinion due to childhood. Whereas you have a biased opinion because you've played it from childhood to now and still play you mean it. Mean PlayStation instead of Xbox. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and you have a biased opinion over that. But when I tell you that I think Xbox is better, you're like, oh, no, you're wrong. That's an example of not taking my I will influence. admit that Xbox 360 was better than the PS3. However, PS4 is better than that. But that's Xbox not what we're talking one. about. We're talking about the brand. <laughs> I know what you're talking about, yeah. But when you shut me down, that's not taking my influence. That's what I'm talking about in regards to the accepting your partner's influence. Or vice versa, I don't know, something of like... The other that's the one that we always come back to because it's petty and stupid. But I, I feel like I feel like I do around. do that when it's a serious argument. What do you mean? 
if it's like accepting yeah i mean yeah, like yeah, when we yeah. talk social issues or something sure yeah. i mean like if, if we have like a serious discussion sure yeah. i don't i don't dick around with stupid little bits and pieces of the argument yeah but it but, takes us getting from the stupid arguments to get to that main argument i guess so because like we dick around too much and i don't know if that's necessarily us or it's like one or the other Maybe it's both of us. I don't know. It may be. I don't it, play like, games. It probably depends on <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm too... You don't play I'm, games outside the relationship. I, I don't play games, like, social games. You know, some people just, like... You, if I don't know if y'all have seen The Office, but you know how... I don't uh, know a single person that hasn't seen The Office. Katie Minling, I think that's a real the actress name that uh, plays the reception... Not the receptionist, the... Uh, oh, forget her name. Like, the, the character's name. Um... The Where one that play? Ryan's dating the whole Kelly? Time. Kelly, yeah, Kelly. Jesus, the receptionist. I, I not hate the receptionist. Not, no, she's, but she takes the HR calls. Yeah, like she's that. in the annex. Yeah, but um, I hate the character, so I forgot her name. Um, Kelly is she. Kelly plays the social games. Like she'll like play with people's minds just to like have fun. Which is funny because women are classified to do that a lot. They're I manipulative. hate that shit. I do too. I, I don't it. really understand why people like, do it. Um, um, it, it's like when people like do something just to get your reaction or do something yeah. just to see how you'd react or do something for attention. Like, I, I hate that stuff. That, I guarantee that you the only time skins. I do that is when I know you're not paying attention to me. And that's different. I don't yeah. do that outside just to grab everyone's oh, attention. No, I do that when you're like on your phone. <laughs> bothers the hell out of me. Like when people do that in real life and like yeah. people play these games of like, ooh, I like him, so I'll do all this shit to him and torment them. I'm like oh, The games God. are so exhausting. I've been that person. I've played those. Those mm -hmm. are they're so exhausting. And to keep up the lies is just so dumb. Well, uh, the the reality for me who's like had people try to play those games with them, I'll just be straight up and be like, Tell me how you really be honest, please. Because I don't want to play these stupid fucking games. It's too much effort for not that great a reward. <laughs> I'm more curious. I think I think the more annoying part of this problem is like when we to do talk about conflict. It's like may, we may accept our influence a lot, mm -hmm. but our dialogue about the problem sucks. I think we're really bad about talking about it. Like if we get into it, we get. I wouldn't say we're really bad because we actually have conversations. Well, yeah, we have good. More than which is fine. We have good conversations about it, and it's lengthy and that kind of stuff. But like you have like a ticking time bomb point, and then like after that, you're like, I don't want to talk about it anymore. And then I'm like, I don't want to talk. I don't want to finish talking about it till it's done. Oh yeah, I mean, there's some points where after like 45 minutes or an hour, I'll be like, ah, I'm hungry. I know. I really got to like, go to the bathroom. Can, can we stop talking? <laughs> yeah, but you want to stop talking. That's the problem. You don't want to like say, hey, give me a five minute, and then we'll go back to it. I'm that person well, that's like, the we thing need about to it is if you if you take a break from it, you lose all the momentum of the, of the conversation. Right, but if it's five minutes, that's fine. If it's like an hour or more know, and waiting minutes, for like six days, it's know. when you lose all of the conversation. Well, yeah. If it's not solved. The conversation. I mean, I feel like for us, the conversation always comes back up. Well, because well, and, we, and, because I force it to, <laughs> so that we get to the root of the problem. I guess. I don't know. I think our dialogue kind of sucks in that regard. I don't think it. I don't know. I think it sucks a little bit, personally. Well, to be honest, because that's because we never really had. When we have, like, these real adult conversations about our relationship, I, I feel like 
we do talk about it and we do get some sort of solution. But when it's stu- when it's stuff that really kind of doesn't matter. Yes, but that's the difference right. between your opinion and mine. Is like mm-hmm. I think some things matter, and then you're like I don't really care either way. But I think mm-hmm. that's part of like personally, I think that's a little bit of your ignorance because like you don't understand. Like um, I think it comes back to the whole like you don't you've never had a negative relationship. I guess. And I've had several. <laughs> And I'm like, I don't see how you don't get this. I, like, it's, I typically it's don't worry about things unless there's something to worry about. Yes, but when I bring up that there's something to worry about, you're like, nah, it's fine. Typically is. It's <laughs> not. You just think that. Yeah. But that's the point. That's the dialogue point. I think we're pretty good, though, about, like, the self-soothing thing. You're really good at it, too. It's like, you're much better at it than I am because you still try to make me laugh out of the conversation. Mm-hmm. And I'm terrible Armadillo. at it. <laughs> what is with who, you and armadillo? Who named it armadillo? They, they saw this little real life like like foot long roly poly. They're like, ooh, roly poly. Ooh, arm and a, a roly poly with a tail and a nose. Yeah, cute roly poly. Those things are cool. Those things are kind of ugly. How do you think that's cute? I mean, look, they, they kind of wobble around. With this sure, and then they back. like roll. But like, if you ever looked at one up close, they're kind of ugly. I mean, usually they're just on the side of the highway. <laughs> yeah. <they're dead. laughs> I've only seen one in my shells in aren't that real protective. life. And they're dead. I mean, possums are actually pretty cool too. Yeah. I mean, I don't think I'd have one as a pet because I mean, I can't, I, don't, I can't imagine you ever possibly potty training a possum. So you'd just have like the you bottom stick half. Stick it on the toilet. The bottom half of your walls would be brown and yellow. Goodness, that would be. It's probably worse than having like a newborn puppy. It just kind of shits everywhere. Yeah. And you can also pick them by your ta- their tails. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I mean, you can do that in a dog, but the poor dog. Yeah. that would, I think that would hurt, though, because, like, a possum, they're used to it. They hang by it. Yeah. And a dog is just, like, it's just A dog wiggly. is just a happy signal. A happy, yeah. <laughs> That's a good way to describe that. All right, so what I want to talk about next is, like, we're going to play a game. And this is the next segment we're going to roll into Oh, this. you started recording? Yes. Okay, cool. We're rolling into the next segment here called Let's Play How Well Do You Know Me? And it's just, like, understanding whether or not we actually have a good love map or not for each other. Of course. You hope. I don't know that I know. Them. I don't know. I it's just, Eric, right, it's 25 questions. We both answer. That's how we I love play. that game. 25 questions? Yes. Well, we're playing two different versions. We're playing two questions of... Freak. 25 <laughs> questions of how well do you know me and 36 questions. Am I going to get outed on your podcast? Why? <laughs> I don't know. It depends on how good you guys question. I'm pro- I guarantee you I probably don't know as much as you know. We're gonna make beds, aren't we? <laughs> Why are you playing with my staple mover? It was on the floor, and I didn't want to step on it because it's got jaws of steel, literally. <laughs> Actually, I don't think ones are made of steel; they'd be heavier. Yeah, no. All right. Twenty-five questions. How well do you know me? Actually, I might know this one more than you. What's my full name? Bailey. Mm-hmm. Elizabeth Shuri? Why do you always think it's Elizabeth? <laughs> she told me it was... It's not Elizabeth. I've Catherine. never told you. Thank you. Oh, yes. I'm glad you can get it the second time. I've never told you my name was Elizabeth. I've never even said I wish my name was Elizabeth. It's Catherine. It's not Elizabeth. Who is Elizabeth? Why? I think you said you wanted your name to be your middle name, and then you said, oh, I also want to be Elizabeth. No, I've never said I wanted to be an Elizabeth. Well, I guess your I memory you is just friend. not as good as mine. Uh-huh. This will be a fun next different podcast of your opinions better than mine. Okay, what's my full name? What? Leighton? Mostly Corley Gay. Don't wink at me. <laughs> When's my birthday? Um, 
<laughs> November thirteenth. Uh, yeah, I knew that. What year? Ninety-eight. Mm-hmm. This is July 29th, 99. What day was I born? Friday. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> that was true. I know I talk about it a little bit. What am I insecure about? Your looks. Somewhat. Be a little more specific. Wait. More like excess parts of fat. That's weight, baby. Yes, but like <laughs> that's, that's my weight mean. itself, I don't give a fuck about the number. I care more about like the, like my stomach or how wide my thigh is. I'm sorry. Why make my like eyes it's a dirty. It's a dirty glass. It is. This is gonna be an interesting episode to edit. <laughs> but like, I would say the other thing is more about like. I know where my flaws are, but like, I would say an insecurity is probably like my intellect. It's like I know what I know, but other than that, it's like I'm an idiot. And I admit that I'm an idiot, and I honestly think it's more... I don't think you're as stupid as you think you are. I mean, probably. I think it's, I mean, like, a lot of not... I don't want to say, like, PTSD because it's undiagnosed. But, like, you know, like, a lot of insecurities have been put in, like, by my parents and stuff. Of what I know is what I know and what I don't. Then learn what you know and learn what you don't know. I do, but then, I like, I go home or something, and then I get told I'm wrong and I'm an idiot. And then I get told that my, you know... Your opinion is wrong. Exactly, and that's why I don't like that. But <laughs> it's like... Learn facts, baby. I do learn facts, and then I still get told it's an opinion and I'm wrong. No. And instead, it's a fact. That's what happens when I tell you a fact. And you're like, wait, that's an opinion. I'm like, no, it's a fact. No, you, that's, that's completely different. <laughs> you're actually being jokey. My parents are being serious. Yeah, sure, jokey. Anyway. <laughs> I don't know what you're insecure about, honestly. Oh, I would say, like, say. you, I, I think you're more insecure about being perceived as weak or wrong, and you inflate your ego, even if it's in a joking matter, to compensate for that. I don't know weak. I don't mean weak as in, like, physically. I mean, like, more maybe mentally or socially inept. I don't worry about my, my mental weakness. Not to sound like an egotistical bitch, but... <laughs> <laughs> and yet. <laughs> I mean... I mean, we don't talk about your insecurities. That's the thing. I don't shut up about them, but well, I mean, my insecurity is that Saints will never win a Super Bowl while I'm alive. Jesus Christ, <laughs> that's not an insecurity. That's a fear, and that's a dumb fear. <laughs> well, I mean, they have a good O. There's a difference. Yeah, their defense sucks, but their O. I mean, is their great. defense is okay right now, but they literally said they were twelfth or eleventh in like out of thirty-two sh- teams. Okay, and that's okay, but they literally were, like, trying to fluff it to make it seem like, oh, and they have a decent bar where they're set at. I mean, we're improving. Our defense used to be historically bad. What's your actual insecurity? Because this is just a dumb fear. I don't think about my problems. Okay, maybe that's your insecurity, is the fact that you think you have a bunch of problems and you don't think about it. That's your coping mechanism. Maybe my own insecurity is my paranoia or not becoming as successful as I want to be. See, but I think those are also fears. I don't think that's an insecurity. Like, where, it, like, the difference between that is, like, a fear is more you're scared that something is true, and an insecurity is more like, I think it's true, even though I know it's not. Oh, insecurity. Yes. I got a little donut. <laughs> I think that's our both problem, is, like, we both have donuts, and yet we both don't work out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I try to, but at the same time, I can't go to a gym right now because fucking COVID. Which makes no sense, because I tell you all the time you can work out at home with me. Or you can go out to the Maybe I'm horse. finding excuses not to work out. That makes sense. <laughs> I don't think these questions are fair sometimes, but what's my favorite food? 
your favorite food? Mm-hmm. Coffee? Is that coffee? <laughs> Is that a food? <laughs> I like me some coffee, but I don't think it's my favorite. I would not. All right, I, I'm going to constitute this as like favorite food is something I would eat all the time, no matter what. Oh, jeez. I don't even know if I know that, honestly. Yeah, never told me any of that. <laughs> I don't think so. Because I, I, I think it fluctuates. I'm like, I'll eat something to death and then I'll change I know it. What it. I know things that it couldn't be. So then you get a long list of things you don't like. It's not that long. I feel, <laughs> all right, you know what? That's an insecurity of mine. It's like some small bit of judgment because like, and it's like a dumb judgment because it's like, I hate being that person that's like needy or like super like I have to be special for people uh, okay. and your mom writes this list of everything I hate so I'm like oh but I didn't mean it like that <laughs> I'll eat it if you cook it but I'm just telling you what I don't like yeah. uh, and the fact that she had to write a list and puts a sticky note on the wall <laughs> right next to the sink baby <laughs> I know it's awful it's like bright ass pink too uh-huh. anyway I don't know. I mean, you constantly crave Domino's. Is that your favorite pizza? No, pizza your that's favorite? not even my favorite. Domino's you, you isn't even my favorite pizza place. I mean, no, but you like you crave pizza a lot. Oh, that's because I've been eating home-cooked food for the last six months because we don't order out from COVID. I am so sorry for you that you it's have a home-cooked meal. <laughs> it's not all that home-cooked. It's cooked at home. But the definition of cooked is different. Sometimes it's just heating freezer food. <laughs> I mean, my brother's good at cooking, but my favorite food? Yeah. What do you think my favorite food is? I mean, I, I would say you really like sushi. I but, do like, I don't like think that's your favorite. Sushi. I think it's up there. It has to be a certain, like... Yeah, and I mean, that, you're particular yeah, about what you yeah. like, but... Um, I would honestly say either, right now, a cheeseburger or wings. I mean, that makes sense. I think that fluctuates, though, because it's always, like, something of, like, I'm craving what I'm craving, but it's, al- I, it's almost always, like, a cheeseburger, sushi, pizza. I... I don't even know if I like pizza all that much. I just like pizza. Yeah, pizza's like <laughs> That's what pizza. I just what I was saying was I go through like waves. Yeah. You know, like like uh, there was like a time where I was in this big rib phase, and I was like, oh, fucking ribs. Ribs are delicious. They're so good. And then there's times where I went, I, I went through a big cheeseburger phase where I tried to get a cheeseburger in like every state. <laughs> and, um, cheeseburgers always <laughs> always good. Wings, yeah. I'm in a big wings phase right now. Yeah. Um, but pizza's always. Like, just below that phase. Pizza is always, like, in the middle of, like, always good for me. Like, you know. Okay, next question. What food do I hate? Oh, That's a fine. long list, uh, but, like... <laughs> you don't like I would I, I would say, like, top five. Don't like mushrooms. No, I don't. I hate them. Um, basically everything I like. <laughs> <laughs> and you say we're similar. I mean, there's, um, mushrooms. I know you hate onions. I think there's only like three things I hate. Pretty much onions. Onions, sauerkraut, or not sauerkraut, uh, horseradish. Onions, horseradish, and... Finally something we agree on, horseradish. (laughs) Horseradish doesn't belong on this earth. It really does. It's gross. (laughs) I'm also not a fan of sauerkraut, though. I don't know if you like it. Sauerkraut? I haven't. I don't think I've had it It's like, it's, it's, it's literally sour, but like it's... My understanding is that it's like vinegary cabbage. Yeah, I mean, I, I would almost say it's like, I would dare to say it's like a mixture of like what would taste like uh, coleslaw with I think onion I actually like and it, vinegar. Because my brother goes to German, likes German food. Like, yeah, a lot. they put it a lot on uh, sausages. Yeah, maybe I like it. I don't remember. Mm, I'm not opposed it. to trying it again. We're not buying it. <laughs> Unless you eat it all, I'm not keeping it. Uh oh, okay, I got another. I'm sorry. I disappointed the audience. Mushrooms, yeah. Mushrooms. 
Um, I know there's a whole list, but I forget. Just name like top five. Shrimp, seafood. That's more like a. Uh, it's not a like a pure hatred. It's more like a, I just don't eat it, and it's kind of gross to me. Uh, I could probably think of them, but I don't want to waste the time we got. Fair like, point. Me sitting here, just like mm, let me think. Um, what's my biggest pet peeve? Pet peeve, leaving the lights on. Fuck. No, <laughs> that's just something you do. That I'm like, why are you wasting my electricity? I'm not paying for it. Because <laughs> it's my electricity. Uh, in my home, we have the automated lights. In one room, the bathroom. Yeah, that's the one I turn the lights on most of the time. No, you don't. You leave every light on. When it gets dark out, I like to have lights because my light, my eyes like brighter areas. I know why. No, that's not my biggest pet peeve. Um. What? It's like. When I I get you because like you you bite your finger it, it it's the clicking of like fingernails on stuff oh, bothers yeah, them flying the fuck out of me. What is flying your frick. yes? My biggest pet peeve. Um. You probably I I I know I probably have one. Probably just like straight annoyance, like anything that's like a bunch of stupid negative attention. Yeah. Stupid people piss me off. I can't believe slow drivers. That's it. <laughs> I mean, maybe not drivers. slow drivers because I sometimes when I'm driving when I'm not driving my car I'll be like all right. I won't all right, here's your biggest pet right peeve. Lane. Your biggest pet peeve is anyone that has a differing opinion from yours. No, it's not. It's people <laughs> that are ignorant. Like, like people that. Yes, but your, your ignorance is biased. Well, I know what I'm ignorant about and what I know what I know what I'm not ignorant about. And if I know something and people just don't seem to fucking get it, <laughs> and I'm, I'm just like stupid. People bother me like bad. <laughs> Especially mob, mob mentality on the internet, that bothers me. Yeah. Like, that gets on, like, last nerve. It, that, that, it's just like, think for your fucking self. I mean, it's a, it's a, oh, we're not getting into this. <laughs> let's just, let's, let's roll, because a, that's a whole episode in itself. Mm -hmm. Um, it's my favorite TV show. Your favorite TV? I, I don't know, you... I don't know that I have The one. Office. Uh, sure. <laughs> I don't think I really have one so much as, like, I, I don't know. I just, I have rotating feelings. Mm -hmm. This is just multi, like, personality disorder. It just shifts. Um, the voice is like The Office today. Tomorrow it's Airbender. It's, it's <laughs> Avatar. <laughs> uh, I would say yours is probably Rick and Morty. I like Rick and Morty. There's no, like, it... I mean, yours fluctuates too, but it's like you have huge jumps There's between like Game of Thrones. Viewers, listen to this. Viewers. <laughs> some of them are viewers, some of them are listeners. Viewer slash listener audience. All right, there's, there's this less unknown. Peanut there's color. a more unknown show on Hulu called Letterkenny. Oh Jesus! The greatest show on Hulu. No, 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 no. no. It's low quality. It's it's low budget, low quality. But, but it's the, so funny. The the writing is so dense. And yeah. if, if, if you don't pay attention, most of it will go over your head. Yeah. But Their is, accents are so thick. It's Canadian. It, it's Canadian, so they got a little bit of a thick accent, but it's a great show. Should I will be, always watch Letterkenny. Should that but, be the first podcast episode? <laughs> Letterkenny? Letterkenny? I don't know. I have to watch Letterkenny. We can rewatch it. The thing about Letterkenny is they've got eight seasons, but there's only six episodes a season, and each episode is maybe 20 minutes. We could rewatch it. I mean, we could rewatch it. But <laughs> the other thing is... um. I, I, I go through South Park, a whole bunch of animated yeah. shows, stuff like that. And it's a lot of TV shows I like. Yeah. Yeah, but Watch I feel like you NFL. have huge jumps. I, yeah, if anything's your favorite TV show, it's football. <laughs> yeah. Anything Saints. Footballs. Football. You like the soccer? You shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> What's something that always cheers me up when I'm sad? Puppies. 
I mean, I think that's more you. I think when you get sad, you go to the internet for your coping, and you're like, all right, let me see if Saints win, let me see my breezes, and then you're like puppies or something like that. That cheers you look up. look at my photo gallery of Satch so, yeah. and Sophie. I think that's something. For me, I think the one thing that really cheers me up is, like, talking about it. It's like, unless I'm like, I need to shut down, and then I talk about it. Because, like... yeah. You kind of force yourself to make me happy, which is fine. You <laughs> typically, is fine. You, you're typically the person that cheers me up, but it's like when I'm alone, I deal with my problems and I put myself into work, and then that typically cheers me up because it's like I push the mood out. Yeah. I don't know. What do we do for our first date? What do you mean, official? Well, yeah. I mean, we went to see the movie theater in... <laughs> We watched uh, Game Night. I love that that's what you remember, and I was like, that was one of our best days because we got lost in a fucking weird-ass mall that had, like, four it stores was, open. It was a tiny mall, <laughs> and it was popular maybe in the 70s. <laughs> yeah, but there's and it has been now. shut down, boarded up, it all looks of like that. a zombie apocalypse And the only scene. thing left open is the Barnes & Nobles and the movie theater. And the, the movie optic vision. <laughs> the movie theater is a band. It's like sitting on top of the thing. It's got a parking garage. And the movie theater is like on top of the building. It looked like it was like, oh, we should add a movie theater. Let's just build it on the fucking roof. <laughs> we couldn't find it. We couldn't find it. But the barn. So we went into like the main little thing. And it looked like we were going to get shot any second. <laughs> it looks like we were in a horror movie. Zombies will start sticking their arms out of the board, scraping yeah. at us. But, but that's what yeah. made it fun and memorable. Yeah, we almost missed the movie. Because <laughs> we couldn't find the damn well, we theater. Find it now. Um... What's my biggest fear? Armadillos. It's not armadillos. <laughs> They're just ugly. I don't know. Heights. Heights, I knew that, yes. I feel like yours is death. Like, not necessarily your own death, but like other people's. Like, yeah. your family, I'll, me, puppies, that kind of death, stuff. Death, just not living a happy life. Like Really? Yeah, like, I want to... There, I, I can see that as, like, a fear slash insecurity of you, like, not being, what? The, the, the curtain's falling down. Oh. <laughs> you should have taped it better. Yeah. Um, we'll I, like, I can see that being, like, a reoccurring thing you talk about. Like, I'm scared I'm not going to live up to my potential that I've built up in my yeah. head. But that's, like, you don't talk about that in the way that you talk about, like, like, we were talking about the other day. Like, you were scared to lose me or your parents or your dad yeah. or, like, whoever. Or, like, you're going to feel upset when, like, Satch and Sophie die or Jack and you yeah. feel bad about, like, you know, Oreo and that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, my I I I don't know about an ultimate figure like that'll always be my kryptonite. I think it's just like me just getting to the end of my life and regretting the way I lived it. So you think your biggest fear is like regret and not living your best life? I wouldn't say living my best life, but living a happy life. Like looking back and saying, like these moments could have been better, you know. So regret. Like, yeah, sure. Like a version of regret that. Yeah. Like at the end of the at the end of my life, I can die happy or with the ones I love. You know. See, I don't know. I think that's weird, and we can talk about it another time. But like, I, for me, I could die tomorrow and say I lived a happy life. Sure. Like personally, like I don't understand that fear. I don't know. I've I've just been. Maybe yeah. that's because I work my ass off every day. And you're working towards you something to long term. <laughs> I'm not saying that you don't have a work ethic. I'm saying that like you have like a long term goal that you're not working I don't towards think about on a day to day. I think like ten years from now. Yeah, but I think of like if I'm gonna die tomorrow, at least I did my best today. I don't have that thought process. Yeah, Fuck, this, I'm that's the difference. <laughs> I know, but like it's I don't know. Yeah. Um, if I could travel anywhere, where would I go? Italy. I mean, that's true. 
I, I think Italy's like, like top tier, like two or three. It's like all the Disney parks are where I want to go. You, I know you're so sick of it, but I really want to go. Oh, well. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> where do you want to go? I feel like you want to go to like a hundred places, but like, I don't know. You went to England. I don't know. You travel more than Europe's I do. Europe's beautiful. So. I want to, I want to, I want to go to Asia a little bit. Yeah, but one place. Where would you go? One place and then you die. Where are you going to go? I don't know. Home? No. <laughs> that was so sad. <laughs> home. So you go home every day. Except for the home. weekend. I, mean, I get that, but... I mean, like, my own home, you know? If you could travel anywhere. Travel. That's what it, That's what the question says. If I could travel anywhere, where would I go? And then I added, if you died. I don't know. I haven't been everywhere. If you could travel anywhere... Travel. Pick somewhere. What if it sucks? What if you're... <laughs> that's your own experience. That's not my fault. You pick that place. I, mean, like, I, I can't say like, oh, I want to go to Romania, and then Romania is just like... Okay, you have a month old. left to live. Where are you going first? Europe. I don't know. Probably that's not Europe. helpful. Europe's huge. I don't know. European... Uh, probably Irish countryside. Very pretty. Like Scotland? Sure. Or Ireland. The Highlands? <laughs> I don't know. Somewhere in the Highlands? I don't know. It, UK is very beautiful. Like the countryside, uh, Cotswolds, London. I'll take your London, word for it. England. But what are my long-term goals? Content creator? I'm or is that not long-term creator. enough? That's not, well, that's not necessarily like, all right, think more broad, not necessarily career. Family? I mean, yeah. Have a dog named Biscuit. I thought we agreed on something totally different. <laughs> I don't remember what we agreed on. I don't either. <laughs> it's not Biscuit, that's for sure. That's too basic. Oh, his name was Bubbles. Bubbles? Because you can't be mad about something that's named Bubbles. Bubbles, you shit on the floor! Come here, hug you. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I would say, like, I want to make money doing what I'm doing, make enough money to be sustainable, and then just have kids. Yeah. I feel like for you, I already know what your goals are. You have very intimate, very detailed goals. I am goals. ambitious. I know. You are ambitious, and I love that about you. But, like, it's a huge house, one to maybe two sports cars, three if you're lucky, some kids, some animals, land. lots of land, and being well-established enough to have lots of money and to travel. Retire early-ish. Yeah. Retire maybe mid-50s, 60s. So question, I'm still young enough to do things. Question is, though, would you rather retire later and spend the money traveling while you're young instead of doing the opposite of, like, and working and, like, Maybe workforce? a balance. Like, That's uh, what I'm saying. Like, yeah. doing a bit of both. Moderation. Yeah. You know, I don't want to work my ass off till I'm 50 and then have been nowhere, you know, because I don't want to. 13 is pretty much the same as, like, what are the main career goals. So that's basically what we just talked about. Big man job. Yeah. <laughs> just Six make money. Figures. Six figures. Mine's just make, make, making money doing what I love. But yeah. three things I like most about you. Me to you or you to me? Well, both. We're supposed to be answering each other's. That's the point, <laughs> that's the point of a love map. It's like to understand each other's I mean, point of view. You're passionate and very caring. That's right? not about... You're not talking about me. Oh. You're trying to speak for me about you. Oh, for me about yes. you. Oh, you like... <laughs> <laughs> I just gave you two of your three answers. Shit. <laughs> You I honestly wasn't listening, so it's my, fine. <laughs> my rugged good looks. Oh, Jesus. My my incapability of ever being wrong. Uh-huh. My... What's your honest my... answer? <laughs> <laughs> See, I gotta make one more fake one. Uh, my endless mounds of cash that I can... <laughs> That's not what I thought you were gonna say. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say 
something profane. Oh my god. What are your actual answers? I don't know. My my personality. I feel like you you, you yeah. gravitate to. Although it is mildly obnoxious. <laughs> no, your ego is mildly obnoxious. Your humor uh, fills me. Personality. Um ambition. I don't know. Um and my energy. I like your personality because you're funny and you make me laugh a lot and you have a good energy about you. I like that, not necessarily that you're ambitious, but more so that like you're very compassionate and your butt. (laughs) Your butt. Your body. That's pretty much it. Yes. No, I mean, I like if I'm past your butt (laughs) is I like your intellect but it's because it challenges mine nicely and it's like we can have good honest discord and discourse conversation (laughs) not have to be extremely judgy over one another and it's not something like even though I gotta force you to talk to me sometimes (laughs) see I couldn't say my intellect because that would make me look like an asshole (laughs) yeah but it's true though (laughs) I like your intellect but when you say it with an ego I don't like your ego yeah, yeah, that was the joke. Because I couldn't like, have an ego and say I have intellect. <laughs> I don't know what you like about me. I mean, I think that's a lot of my insecurity, but... Um, I already gave you two of the three, damn. I wasn't listening, so... <laughs> I mean, I think you like how I look, because you say that a lot. And then... Yeah. I think you like that I'm ambitious, maybe. I don't know. I think you think it's Shit, debilitating sometimes. Like, like... You, You've put more effort into this stuff than I ever would. Well, I mean, what's the point if you're not going to do what you love? That's what I mean. It's like, why not? I mean, I've seen my parents on both ends of the spectrum. They do what one of them does what they love for till they die and makes themselves broke. Or the other one does done nothing for what they love and puts all the money towards the other person. And I'm like, I don't want to live like that. Yeah. So I want to live how I want to live in my 20s and be passionate about it. Yeah. But... That's what I meant more about ambition. I don't know what would be the third. I don't even know if that was accurate, but... I'd say so. so Looks and ambition. Well, you gotta, you gotta have more of that list. You know? well, I don't know what else. What else I got? <laughs> A lot of my stuff comes from insecurity, so I couldn't necessarily speak for you in that regard. Because even that's still, I'm like, I don't know. Sure. Cause like personally, I think I'm selling like a seven on a bad day, maybe a six, and then like an eight or nine when I put effort into myself and don't have acne on my face. Out of five. <laughs> sure, but that's a whole other conversation again. I don't know what would be a third is the thing. I don't even know if there is a third. I don't know that I'm that deep. <laughs> there is no number after two. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm in case you know, in case you didn't know, the number system there is a one, two. That's it. Two. Real easy. Yeah. Makes sense. You can Super never nice. come in third place. Um, I mean, it says three things, so I don't know what would be a third, or is there just not a third? I don't usually think about this stuff, so that, that's the whole <laughs> point of doing this, though. <laughs> Oh, you gonna put me on the spot? Well, let's uh, we'll we'll we'll, we'll uh, <laughs> come back to it. <laughs> I'll come back to it. Um, 
Favorite song or artist? Yours rotates a lot. I would say right now it's Seether. Yeah, I like... Hmm. <laughs> the funny thing is, is that I like Blink-182. I think Blink-182 will always be a constant. Hmm. Like, they'll always be in, like, my top three. Yeah. The, the funny thing about it is I've always liked Blink-182, but I never realized, like, they were one of my favorite bands until mm -hmm. Spotify told me I listened to them three times as much as anyone else. <laughs> I was like, huh. I mean, they have a lot of diverse sounds. Now that I think about it. But, uh, yeah, it used to be Fall Out Boy in high school. Yeah. And then, like, I mean, like, the old Fall Out Boy, not the new poppy stuff. More like the old, like, uh, probably too dark and emo for yeah. who I really was. Because I was like... Like, I never really was, like, an emo goth kid, but, like, I You don't have to, to be to listen to that I know, that I know, but, like, usually it's, like, you think about, oh, you listen to Fall Out Boy, but you cut yourself, and I'm like, no, I just like the music. But that shit's so stupid, because, like, people, like, like, do I look like a person that listens to Screamo? No. Do um, I enjoy it? Hell yeah. I don't, but... That's your opinion. <laughs> although you might say, oh, see, they scream sometimes, I'm like, no, but No, but that's not the same. Screaming. It's different. I don't listen to <laughs> sounds. <laughs> Some of them are okay, but nah. No. Um, I lately, I've been listening to a lot of Billy Joel and Elton John. I don't know. Yeah. I love me some I'm Billy aware. Joel and Elton John. You play a lot of Elton John. Yeah. Um, right now, my top three, probably Seether, Blink-182, and I don't know. A Billy John. <laughs> or, El or Elton Joel. Uh, what are my talents? You're really good at drawing or art and stuff, and you don't do anything with it, and it pisses me off. What are, I think the better question is, what am I not good at? Basketball? <laughs> Being humble. <laughs> that's about it. It was a joke, because that's all you say to me. <laughs> I know, but that's so true. Basketball and being humble. <laughs> Humility. <laughs> yes. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there's other things. You There's plenty you haven't tried, though. Like, I, I'm trying to force you to go surfing. I just don't want to show you up. You know? I don't care that you show me up. There's <laughs> thousands of people. Well, you don't have to get me in the water first. Sharks in there. That's fine. They're not three feet in. That's oh. where the whitewash is. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have to put a net around me, like a constant net, like one that circles your surfboard so you can fall into the net so the sharks won't get you. I mean, you're smart and you can draw, but... I don't know what other talents you might have. I mean, like, you're naturally inclined to be very good at what you do. Like, you're very, um, what's it called? Tactolo tactologically adaptable. Like, you can play a lot of sports and stuff, but, like, every time you pick up something new, you're pretty good at it. Typically. Not always, but typically. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> I don't know what other, what do you think is a talent of yours that I missed? Minus your ego. I think I was built to be multi-talented. Like, my parents had me in basically everything when I was a kid. Mm, sure. Like, they, they uh, had me do sports since I could walk. Like, mm. And uh, they've, they've always had me do music. They've always had me do different sort of facets of interest. They've always let me play games, though. Yeah. Uh, they've always let me draw. My mom was a big into art whenever she was had She's free time. She's big into art. Yeah. I do art with your mom now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, um... I feel like there's a, there's, there's a lot of psychology behind if you expose your child to a lot of different things as a kid, then it'll build the foundation of their brain to fully understand and be capable of doing better things with that. Well, yeah, if they're sheltered, they're not going to learn anything. Well, yeah. If they're more exposed to different situations, then they're more the likely more, to be adaptable. The more variations of stimuli you have as a child, the better you develop.
I, I would just I would just say I was lucky enough to be in a situation where I was surrounded by stimuli. Yeah. One of my talents. Well, you, you're definitely passionate about everything you do. You're very... I don't you're, think passion's a talent. Oh, I think that's something that's like part of my brain structure. I guess. Um, you're a talented writer. Um, you, you've got uh, a lot of other things. <laughs> that's helpful. I don't know. I, I don't really put a lot of thought in this. I, I, I know you don't. That's why we're doing talk. this. Um, I don't feel like an ass. <laughs> well, that's the point. You're meant to feel like an ass, and then we develop this. I guess. I don't know. I feel like um, I, I see your talents a lot because like you show them off, which is fun. I don't that's mean to show. No, off. it's not like you're a show off. It's like you know what you're good at, so you proclaim that. It's like mm. something you're proud of, and it's just fine. I understand that. I'm more like, I don't, I've never thought I was great at things. And then now I'm realizing that like, I, I know I've always been a good writer. I always thought it wasn't something that was realistic in my head. Well, I mean, you haven't been given the opportunity to discover your talents. I think. Right, exactly. So it's hard for me to say, oh, she's really good at these two things. Cause you're still trying to find out what you're good at. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I know that I, when I know what I'm talking about and when I'm put in a business professional setting, I'm really great at speaking with prompt and projecting and being you're a better public speaker than I am I mean I hated doing public speaking courses but I was much better at it when like I can't talk to people my own age I can talk to people that are older than me mm -hmm. and are in business professional settings and I conduct myself well in that regard I know that's a talent but I'm too honest <laughs> I'm too honest for that shit yeah. like what are your strengths like oh I don't have any <laughs> what are your weaknesses oh I have too many <laughs> I mean, I would say between that and writing, those are like the power suits currently. Yeah. I'm sure there's other ones that I just don't know. Like you're very, you're, you're very personable. Like uh, you can, all, I feel like you can always have a conversation with anyone. Well, because I'm open-minded. I like I don't. I mean, I'd like to say I'm open-minded, but I just don't talk to anyone because I just, I'm, I'm a extroverted introvert, if you know what I mean. Wouldn't that make you more personable? No, because I don't like. I think you're an introverted extrovert. I think you like to hang around people. I like I love being around people. I can't be around I can't, I can't sit around with my thoughts for more than an hour. I do that. <laughs> I, I sit there and I do be around my thoughts for like half my day. Like if I, I I'm I'm usually very sad if I spend the day by myself. I love it. I hate it's my it. crack. But I also don't go out and have conversations with random people. Like if I go, go if I go to a restaurant, I don't start a conversation with the waiter. Well, that's fine, because I don't either, but, like, if I'm... Like, nothing against the waiter, it's just, like, I don't know you. Your mom does that, though. She does my, that my really well. My mom does that, but that's also because she's a extreme a extrovert. <laughs> extreme yeah. extrovert. She is. She's intimidating sometimes. She way. literally, has, I think she can, you know how, like, there's old theory that there's always seven connections between you and anyone in the world? Like, there's, like, a... You know one person, that person knows this person, this person knows that person. Like Oh, seven connections linearly? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, my mom's got that down to two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, she's she's well-known in her area. That's why. Yeah. She's very well-established. Mm -hmm. There's a difference between that, though. Yeah. She's also extremely extroverted and talks to everyone and makes personal connections, which I love about her. Yeah. She, like, she makes sure that she knows the backstory behind the person serving her food, and I love it. I can't do that, but I love it. Like, every time we go into what's... Um, not Barbaritos. What's it, uh, the Mexican place? San Jose's? Yeah, San Jose's. She, like, talks to everyone in the line of making her bowl. And then she oh, no, every no. single person. <laughs> not talking about San Jose. You're talking about, uh, oh, God. Um, Where's that place? Salsaritas. Yes, yeah, Salsaritas. Okay. 
Sure, it's also because when we go there, she like <laughs> talks to every single person she knows. Like, oh, I haven't seen oh, you she in a while. Does like, go she there does. all the time. I know, but like, well, she used to. Still, anyway. Some people will be regulars there, and they'll talk to the one person who registers mm-hmm. them. Like, I'm that person. Like, like, I'll make casual conversation. Like, hey, how's your day? But I won't remember a person well. I try yeah. to do that because I know it's much better for me. I'll remember unique people. Like, yeah. if I meet, like, uh, if I go to a store and I see the person with an odd scar, I'll remember them. Like, uh, the intern where I currently work, where I'm not going to be working soon because I'm going back to school. But yeah, uh, <laughs> the other intern, uh, he used to have really long blonde hair. Mm-hmm. And that's how I knew him in classes because we had classes together. And I'd be like, holy cow, uh, that cute dude's got wicked hair. And I mean, I, I never knew his name and never met him. But when we got an internship together, I was like, holy shit, you're that guy from my, my solids class. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, so he's oh, from your yeah. school. Yeah, yeah. He goes to USC. Oh, I didn't know that there were more than just one from your school. Yeah, our boss hires USC people. Okay. Because Clemson sucks. <laughs> cow people. <laughs> yeah, our cow people. <laughs> um, if you're from Clemson, I'm sorry. He's biased. He should be. Let it go. <laughs> the only thing you've got on us is a football team. <laughs> Some would say that's a lot. <laughs> I mean, maybe so, but you're still not even the biggest school in the state. Maybe that's why they have a good football I mean, team. Well, yeah, they don't even pull as much revenue up as we do. I mean, South Carolina football sells much better than Clemson football. That's because we have good fans and a shit team. Yeah. And they have a good team and shit fans. <laughs> you just call. You said what I didn't, I didn't even need to say. <laughs> I'm not I have a lot of fans. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not going to catch any heat for what you said. I don't give a fuck if I catch heat. That's the difference between you and me. I'll say things and be unapologetic because it's my opinion and I'm entitled to that. Yeah. Whether or not I, someone goes, oh, fuck you, let me kill you, that kind of bullshit. I don't I better care. I'm going to threaten you because I'll find you. I have death <laughs> threats, baby. It's not new. It's nothing new. Whether or not you can handle the heat is whether or not you should be a public figure. I don't care what people think because everyone is entitled to I don't want to be a public figure because if I... If I go to a Burger King, I've never been to a Burger King, probably never will though. For this hypothetical, if I go to a Burger King, I don't want to go get a burger and they're like, hey, you're that guy. I'll be like, why not? That's fun. Yes, I am. No, because then I don't want to be bothered. I want to live a normal life. You know? If I take off, you're not going to live a normal life. Well, <laughs> this one's going to be privated. This video, privated. Whenever she nah. makes it. Because uh, then I lose a bunch of revenue. <laughs> <laughs> um, After it makes a lot of what do you consider a bunch of revenue like 10 grand more than what i'll make (laughs) anyway what's my favorite i don't know that you have a favorite smell i don't know that i have a favorite smell like maybe vanilla i don't know i would say vanilla for me too oh you know it's also really good Mm -hmm. like anything you make on thanksgiving yeah anything i don't know i mean except for that that jar of jelly or jam or something that you, yams. You, you no not yams it's like the purple stuff that you, you, you they come in cans and you open the can you just pour it out of a fucking tray yams and, and it, no it's not oh, yams. cranberry, cranberry, cranberry sauce, sauce. <laughs> not yams yams are like this. i don't need any of it so i, I don't eat half of what's on thanksgiving i mean that, the only thing that's unappealing about that is it still has the shape of the fucking can you just poured <laughs> it out of. that's why you cut it up and then you put it with crackers it's God. disgusting, but Natural I know how it's prepared. Isn't bad, but like anything you have for Thanksgiving typically smells good. No. Sweet potato casserole. Disgusting. That's top of the line. You disgusting. burn some marshmallows on the top, put some pecans in it, a lot of brown sugar, a lot of butter. Yeah. Nut. I, I'm serious. I don't eat half of what's put on a thing. I don't eat stuffing. I don't eat yams. I don't you're eat cranberry sauce. You're going to hate our sauce. family I Thanksgiving. Eat, I know. <laughs> you, I don't eat the... Uh, you're going to offend everyone. The other thing I eat is turkey, mashed potatoes, corn, and green bean casserole. Green bean casserole. 
Yeah. What about fried okra? I've tried okra. I didn't like it. My brother But I didn't like Brussels sprouts till your mom made it, so there's a possibility I, I can like okra. I still like Brussels sprouts. How? Your mom makes them so good. They're still Brussels sprouts. They're delicious. You can put makeup on a pig. At the end of the day, it's still a damn pig. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, what are my parents' names? Scott. Yes. <laughs> and Lisa. Hell no! I don't remember. Jill. Jill, yes, Jill. I can't wait for them to watch this and just be like, they won't. Oh, shit. They're not supportive. Like, <laughs> they don't watch my Wait till they watch it and hear that. That's oh. fine. I'll call them out. You don't watch my shit. Alright. <laughs> what are my favorite pastimes? Reading. What's a good book? I'm a little out of, or I'm in a little in a, a reading slump right now because. I'm and aren't you a reading and writing channel? <sighs> on my other channel, not this one. <laughs> on your other channel. And no, I'm trying channel. to formulate that to just writing. So. I, I, although I do think your book reviews do really well. I think they do somewhat. I I want to trade know. more into like this kind of stuff where it's like more writing materials and resources, and doing more so the writing. From aspect. what I've seen, your write your reading ones like like oh I want to preview this book. I yes, because it's like it. it's. I think it's you should do more reviews because like I think people trust your opinion. I, I think they do. I I got a lot of controversy and I love that over the one where I debated Star Girl, the book between the mm -hmm. movie and whether or not it was good adaptation because it was entirely different. And people were like, I don't know that I have a good enough opinion to give something on this. I'm like, I don't either, but it's my opinion. And I think it was a shit adaptation. And they were like, yeah, I mean, I, you got a lot wrong. And I'm like, well, no, I got an opinion. And it was literally not even close to the same as the book. Like, I get that kind of stuff, but that's not the realm I want to go. I want to go more like the new episode I'm writing now is like Pinterest. It's about Pinterest, which has nothing to do with writing. And whether or not uh, why writers use Pinterest for story development and visual aspects and character development. And then there's a second part of like giving an example of how to use it. So it's like a two-parter of like more writing of how to's and that kind of stuff. Because typically those stuff are have an unmarketed niche. Sure. Everyone has a fucking booktube channel. A booktube channel. I know, I say book weird. Book. Um, book channel. Book channel. <laughs> but like everyone has one of those and I'm trying to shift the idea of my channel. That's the thing. Anyway, I went on a rant, but <laughs> we're, we're um, rant, yeah, I mean, I would say my, uh, my career is my pastime because I use it as sure. my pastime because I do it 90% of my day. Take a break. Dude. No, I love it. <laughs> That's the thing. I'm passionate about what I do and I think it's fun to do it. Like I yeah. love every aspect of what I'm doing. So it's my pastime. Now, now I get to go a week of vacation this week and go surf. And that's my other pastime, but I only get to do it one time out of the year. Sure. That's not something you would consider a pastime though, because I only get to do it one time out yeah. of the year. Yeah. It's a very rare pastime. Yeah. If I could do or it more, I would love it. But, um, yeah, I think that's about it. I mean, like I do other small things like crafts and sewing and shit, but like, I think yours is more like watching football or TV and playing video games. Yeah, video games is a good pastime. I wish you would draw more or do some more art yeah. because you're so good at it. I wouldn't mind drawing more often. It's just like I have, I gotta be in the right state of mind, you know. It's a whole bunch of colored pencils right there for you. They're colored. Uh, and you want use colored? I, I, I have typically pencils. just use normal graphite. I have graphite pencils. Okay. You don't use them. You're here like every weekend. <laughs> You gotta be in the right circumstances. I gotta be in the right frame of mind. I gotta okay, have the inspiration. Okay, so I'm gonna start putting it here, and then you can do this while we're podcasting. Oh, God, they couldn't handle it. It takes me like four hours to do a good drawing. It's a good thing we can do a lot of podcasting at that time. Uh-huh. All right.
Now, I gotta be like completely zoned in. I like I have a headache when I'm done. I know. So. You just put like a piece of paper on the coffee table, and then you can just do that while we're watching TV or something. <laughs> I don't wanna. <laughs> <laughs> you should want to. That's the thing. You're so good at it, I, and you I, like it, which is like I why do I don't like understand it. I why just you don't, don't do it. Want to. Now. You don't want to, or it's never put in your face, so it's not a stimulus. It's one of those things, like, uh, you know, I gotta be in the mood for it. And re- recently, I just haven't been in the mood for it. Like some days I do, but I'm like, ah, it's all up there. It's all packed away. I don't really want to do it. I have to be. That's what I'm know. saying. If it was I'm literally placed in front of you, right you would now. do it. Oh, you're full of shit. Maybe if I retire. <laughs> you're so full of shit. I mean, all you do is go to work and play video games. You know, you you just cut out the video games. You have more time to draw. Not all together, just some. God, you would think I just said, you know, let's kill Hitler or some shit. I'm like, Jesus. No, I would support killing Hitler. Okay, well, anyway. You know what I mean. Yeah. Baby Jesus, I don't care. In- input. Input, attention getter. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> um, what's one of my best childhood memories? Fuck, I don't even think I know this. Disney? Disney, I guess. I mean, that's kind of. I was so young, I couldn't necessarily say that's one of my best. So you probably can't remember the first time you went to Disney. I can. It was New Year's Eve, and we were very young. I only remember portions because we were in very specific circumstances of where there were fireworks outside, and we were wearing princess costumes. I was like six. I think I was like four or five when I went to Disney when I was a kid. And that was like the first time I went to Disney, and I barely remember it. Because I remember I went to Epcot. Um, I was eating chocolate. I was sitting on a ledge watching fireworks. We should have a whole entire podcast episode of whether or not Disney's good. I mean, not like movies, but like the company. And Disney's not, got a very shady past. Everything does. Some things are new, don't quit yet. I wouldn't say everything has a shady past. Everything does. No. Like, My opinion's better than yours. That's that's so generalized. You can't generalize everything like that because then things you can't because everything is generalized like that. Yeah, but if you generalize something, the things that, that get generalized are unfairly generalized. You know what? It's like it's like grouping everything as a race. Like you know, it's like saying all white people are like this or all black people are like this. You can't just no. Say there's a difference like that, between you know? stereotype and generalizing. Well, yes, but you can't general. It's kind of the same sort of facet no. of thought in my opinion your opinion is wrong <laughs> your opinion isn't as good as mine i don't care um i don't know that you have necessarily one childhood memory that stands up I, I would say for me like i would consider this childhood is like graduating high school because i feel like a completely different person i guess since high school and like it's almost like one of those like if you look into writing and how it works it's like the loss of innocence phase is like after high school graduation gone like that was when i like the start of me dying and me coming into a new fruition. Rebirth. A different person. Yeah. Kind of rebirth-like <laughs> thing. That's probably one of the best. I don't know if I have a childhood standout memory. Like, uh, there were a lot of... I don't want to sound like a snobby kid, but there was a lot of things I did as a kid. Yeah. I, I was, mean, I don't know. You were privileged to do that. You got to travel I was a lot lucky and... enough to have a, a well enough off family to, that, to raise me in a loving family. Have enough stimuli to develop myself. Yeah. There's a lot I did as a kid, you know. Unfortunately, not everyone can have that. What's one that stands out and necessarily isn't the best? I don't know. I think one thing that I wish I had, uh, maybe this is kind of off topic. One thing I wish I gave more attention to when I was a kid was Mm -hmm. when my parents, 
my brother and I and my grandparents went on a road trip to Las Vegas and back. It wasn't just to go to Vegas, but it was to go see the Midwest. Yeah. We we drove from we drove along the south. We drove from where we are now through Georgia, Alabama, Mississippi, uh, all that, all the way through New Mexico to Las Vegas and then back. And we got to see a whole bunch of all the sites. We we stopped every day to go see something spectacular, something beautiful. And I spent most of the ride on my phone, or not my phone, but playing video games. I think stuff like that is really hard to get, like, get past when you're older because you're mm-hmm. like, I wish I had. And it's hindsight, and it's mm-hmm. like I'm. I try to not view those things as more regrets. It's more like a learning process. And I yeah. can understand why you would feel that because, you know, you, you recently lost pops and stuff. And yeah. it's hard not to be like, you know, I, I, I should have done more. I should have been more attentive. But you were kid. like, what, fucking 13? I don't uh, know. 11? 12. Okay. So you were 11. What yeah. are you going to do? You're going to understand that, like, you know, people are going to die one day. Try to teach my like, kid that? I don't know. Well, I mean, and that's the way you can better it. Yeah, so but like I don't want to be like a dick saying, get off your phone, kid. They're not good for you. No, but like you could be, well, first of all, I'm going to be that person. I'm, I'm here and to you, I'm going to be that person. But if you can establish that at a young age, first of all, they're not having a fucking phone until they're like, I never, I, drive. I had to get all A's in, in my freshman year of high school to get a phone. I got one when I was 13 because I had extracurriculars and my parents didn't care. <laughs> but um, my sister got one like three months after, so I was pissed about that. But oh, yeah. I hate the twin mentality if you're not twins. Eh, my, my, my brother and I got the same thing at the same time. So. I think it's but as a younger brother, I think it's funny. Of course you do, because you got the good end. The <laughs> yeah. older, the older siblings always have the butt end. Why don't we meet like... in the middle and just say you both get it at the same time? No, no. that's awful. No. I'm, I'm, the, I'm the weird kid. That's well, the thing is, if you get older. if you get the older kid a phone, then the younger kid's gonna want one more, and then start stealing the older kids from it. It's gonna create some sort of tension. Well, first of all, if the older kid lets the younger kid steal their phone, that's a fucking idiot. <laughs> you don't understand the lengths of what a little brother will go through. I do, because I had a little sister around my fucking leg all the damn time. Then you are an idiot. No, no it was someone who couldn't be shaped because I would always get yelled at for fucking complaining. Wah. I just like, I think it's kind of dumb to give them the same thing. Like, if the younger kid didn't work for it, why give it to him? The older kid worked for it. I don't know. Because yeah, you well, got good at it. reality is because you can get a phone plan easier for four people than you can for three people. Right, but... That's not the point. You can get it's, it. It's easier to add two phones than you need to add one. That's so. fine. Add the phone, but keep it until they earn it. Then you're paying for a phone the kid's not using. They gotta learn. You're gonna pay for it. Everything has a fucking sacrifice. Oh, that's so ridiculous. Everything's ridiculous. You shouldn't upgrade it, it, until they have it, one. Oh, whatever. Anyway. <laughs> We're both dog people, so that's not, like, not necessarily a fair question. I, I like cats. I wouldn't own a cat. I like dogs. I think the best part about cats is kittens. Yeah. Because after they're a kitten, they're useless. Well, that's not true. Some of them cuddle. It depends on the kind <laughs> of Most cat. of them are standoffish, and then they just shit on the floor. And then they don't even look cute afterwards. Some of them <laughs> just shit in the litter box. Not all of them shit on the floor. Dogs shit on the floor more than cats. Yeah, but then they wag their tail and look adorable like dogs. Some cats do that, too. They're weird. I don't know. I don't mind cats. I just definitely don't prefer them. Yeah, I don't want one. Dogs but I think best. they're cute. Like, I go to a cat There's cafe a reason again. dogs are man's best friend. I don't mean I man as in, like... So I don't mean a man as in, like, difference between man and female, but man as in, like... It was implied with the large... Humans. Like, I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> Silence. Uh, yeah, there's a little bit tip there. Yeah, those kind of phrases there. need to die. I don't know. I think we should refer to it as human instead of... 
like yeah, that's what like, I mean by those phrases need to die because the things that, the thing that, is that it's, everything's filled with the patriarchy, and yeah. like some of us can't get I mean, past that. Yeah, I completely understand that. The thing I don't get is history. Oh uh, no, don't erase watch... history. I'm just talking about no. I'm, I'm not phrases. talking about. I'm talking literally about the word history. People want to change it to herstory. That's so fucking stupid. I, I I can't. It's a word. Let it go. Yeah. It doesn't it's, have extreme you're negative. You're gonna change the English language. So I mean, that's so I, some things I can get behind, but most things actually I can get behind. But changing it from history to herstory, I'm like, yeah, so that's so tiny. Personary. <laughs> Personary. Person story. Maybe our grandchildren will grow up like that. Fuck, no, that's what grandchildren. I don't have to do that. I hope I'm dead. <laughs> um, do I have allergies? Pollen, right? Yeah. Pollen and trees, kind of. Trees, <laughs> Uh, yeah, pretty it much. Is. It's mostly it's mostly pollen. It's like mm-hmm. dander pollen, that kind of stuff. But it's not like mm-hmm. animal dander either, because like yeah. I'm gonna be around animals, be fine. You don't have a problem with satch, Sophie. No, I'll put oh. my face in there. Like, well, that's <laughs> because they are hypoallergenic. Uh, well, that probably helps. But I'm around Johnny all the time, and I'm like, I don't have a problem with him. Yeah. Johnny's not hypoallergenic. Johnny's a sweet dog. Johnny's Johnny's my uh, work companion. <laughs> yeah. He's at work all the time helping me with the babies. Um. I can control Johnny. Baby cannot. Johnny likes to run six miles away from me when he gets out oh, and gets hit to, by a car. There's a way to treat him, you know. He's like, hey, Johnny, come here, come here, bud. Come. And when I do that, he still doesn't listen. You don't have the charm. Okay, well, <laughs> when you, we have dogs and they don't listen, you are more welcome to run the three miles to go get them back, because I am not. I'll tell you, one time Jack got out. And Dear God. <laughs> Jack got out one time, and I was barefoot, and he ran out into the woods. And I chased him. Yeah, I know. I I ran through the woods to the neighborhood that's about a mile away, and I caught him. And it wasn't it's not as much a neighborhood, but just a road that people's Jack, houses Jack on. Jack is fast. He's fat too, so he's fat and fast. He's like a running back. Yeah, I know. But um, Glory. he got out, and I chased him literally for a mile, wearing shorts and no socks or shoes, running through the mud, the woods, and all that stuff, and I got him. But when I got him, he was like, hey, cool, this, you should check this place out. I can pee on anything. I'm like, cool. I'm, I didn't have my phone either, so my parents were out looking for me with a dog. And they eventually found me. But Do you have allergies? No. I don't think so. I was like, I don't think I mean, I probably have like small allergies, but I don't take any medication for it. It's not really a problem. I remember the one time we were eating uh, out in Buford, and I thought Beaufort. I had an allergic reaction. Buford? It is Buford, but it's also You say Beaufort, I'm going to fight you because I tell Some... them you're restaurant. Some people say Beaufort. People from there say Beaufort. Um, I remember the one time I like ate something with like shrimp on it, and I hadn't eaten shrimp in so long that I was like, I thought I was having an allergic reaction. Your mom freaked out, <laughs> and it was just like I don't know why, but my my throat was like mm-hmm. itchy, and I was getting red. Oh yeah. I oh, I remember what you're talking about. We had the the the. I had to excuse myself and went in the camper. I was like, I don't want to have an allergic reaction in front of your entire family. I, I think I remember it was uh we had we made a big like uh yeah it's like gumbo I think it was weird it was, weird. It was like it was, it was sausage shrimp potatoes onions and garlic I could only eat like three things yeah and corn yeah I was eating the corn and the potatoes what about sausage do you do you like sausage um. Uh, I like kibasi. I don't like sausage. Sausage. Like sausage is just kind of like a little too umami for me. And I kind of like sausage. Kibasi, I like. See, my mom never liked sausage, so I never grew up on it. Yeah. But I don't know. My sister likes sausage. Time, I like sausage. When you come up for Christmas, you'll love what we make because, like, my sister and dad eat like pork roll and sausage. Pork roll. Pork rolls. What I don't get oh, is oh pork skin, like fried pork skin. Yeah, I don't. I pork mean, rinds and stuff like that. I don't get it. I'll, I'll, I'll eat it, but I don't like. 
like I'm like, eh, who thought about frying up the skin of something and eating it? That's well, just I don't know who leather. else like thinks, oh, we're gonna cook the frog or something. Frog legs. Yeah. I keep knocking your camera with my foot. I know, please don't. I apologize. <laughs> I would rather you like kick this thing and make a noise than you kick my camera. <laughs> um all right, we're down to the last three questions. If we have the time, all right, we have time. Round off. All right. Uh, if I could bring a famous person back to life, who would it be? You? Yeah. Shit. Shit, I don't even know. I'm trying to think for myself, and I'm trying to think for you. I don't know. Yeah. I think if I was going to bring someone back, it would probably be someone like, um, what's his name? Um, Freddie Mercury? No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm sure that's the um, oh, Wow. That's not true. Um, oh my god, what is his name? Who's the lead singer what's from the... Nirvana? Oh, um, Kurt Cobain. I'd, bring, I'd probably bring Kurt Cobain back. I think everyone brings back Kurt Cobain. It's like Kurt Cobain, Freddie Mercury, and like a president they like or some oh, shit. Yeah. Like George Washington. When Drew Brees dies, I'll ask for Drew Brees. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't know. I would be like, what's, what's, the, what's the dude with the missing ear? Oh, He's Van Gogh. Yeah, I would bring back Van Gogh because he'd be like, I, I've watched a Doctor Who episode where they bring back uh, uh, Doctor Who. Um, Van Gogh? Van Gogh, thank you. God, I don't know why I can't remember his name right now. But they brought back Van Gogh to his modern time, and they brought him to one of his museums, and he was crying. And it was, like, one of the most powerful scenes I've ever seen in the show. But he's, like, crying and looking at all his art and hearing the conversations with people and saying, like, what an impressionist he was and why he loved his paintings and that kind of – he lost it. He was crying and so happy, and, like, no one recognized him. Well, yeah, it was so yeah. funny. That's but, what happens to a lot of artists. It's like, they're not famous after they die. Yeah, but he was, like – they brought him back to see mm -hmm. his art because he was in such – like, they were – they got him mm -hmm. when he was depressed, and they brought him back to the modern times to see his, like, works and the appreciation of it, and then, like, he cried and he said thank you, and then he went back. And I'm like, that would be something. If I could bring someone back, it would be something like that. Yeah, I like, understand bring him back, show him this stuff, and, like, hear what people have to say. Show him, like, everything on the internet of, like, what people think of Van Gogh. Crazy mad dude. <laughs> Interview him on the podcast, be like, this is what Van Gogh was Opioid act addict. <laughs> yeah. But, like, you know, I mean, that that would be something I would do. I mean, isn't he French? Uh, Yeah, I think so. I think he was born in the southern part of France. So you have to, I don't know if he knew English. Probably not, but I could. Speaking French to you? You'd, you'd be... I would be able to do minimal. I'd probably still have to get a translator. I don't remember that. that if they French. speak, I don't speak any French. It's possible. French. He, it's possible he knew another language though, but he was pretty poor. So I mean, he may have learned a second language. He may not have. It's oh. possible he only knew French. Okay. He definitely didn't know English back then. Um, I don't know who you said you would. Oh no, you said Drew Brees. Kurt, Kurt Cobain. <laughs> um, Kurt Cobain and Drew Brees. Uh, what is something I would never admit to anyone else? I don't think I even know that. I don't know. And if I did know, I certainly wouldn't share it on a podcast. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty open. I don't think there's anything that I wouldn't admit. Like, I think maybe if I was like, if you had asked me a couple years ago, if I ever thought I was wrong and I admitted that I was wrong, I would never admit that because I was so stubborn. Yeah. I know that's you now, but <laughs> it's I'll, not me. I'll admit what I'm wrong. I, if it was something really big, like you got a lot of shit for it, I don't think you'd admit it. I'd admit it. Publicly. Like a little bit of shit. Publicly. I don't think you'd admit it publicly. Typically, I don't think I'm all that wrong. I, I I usually don't talk about things unless I know what I'm talking about. I think if you get started on a conversation, then you'll talk about it regardless. I think that's because we only talk about things I know about. I think you think you know about it. I think I don't know about it. I think you <laughs> think you know too much, but that's all for another I think podcast. I think I think that I think. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, I think there's pretty much everything that... I don't think there's anything I would never admit.
Um, um I don't know either. I'm I'm pretty honest. If someone asked me, I'd be like, yeah. See, this is this is. I I, I think the only thing would be I wouldn't get into detail about like my dark bits. Like I would admit it, but I wouldn't get into the dark your bits. baggage. Yeah. Like I wouldn't admit exactly how things went. Yeah. Um, if I could be any animal, what would it be? Fucking That's the last dog. one. You? Yeah, I'd be a dog. That's not what the purpose of the thing is. Uh, what are you? I could have told you. What would you, you be? You would. You'd be, be either a dog or an otter. Otters. <laughs> you think otters are so cute? They are. We're about to run out, but I'd still be a penguin. <laughs> a penguin, yes. Yeah, they die so quick, but they're so cute. <laughs> they also are running out of fishes. I'd, I don't know. I'd probably be a bird. I love Birds I love penguins, but I would cool. really be a bird. Well, that was the end of 25 questions. Um, I mean, do you feel better or worse after having played <laughs> 25 questions? Feels like I played a game. Huh? <laughs> Feels like I played a game. Well, that's a, that was the point. It was a game. I mean, there's other versions of that kind of stuff, like intimacy quizzes and that kind of stuff. That's too many. <laughs> uh, 65 questions. Jesus. Well, it took, we averaged over three minutes per question. Well, we also went talking a lot <laughs> about that kind of stuff. It's not like, you know, rapid fire. Um, 15 questions that predict whether your relationship will last? That Sounds like be. we have a solid plan coming into this <laughs> podcast. Joy. This podcast is all about whether or not we should be together. And then we have everyone's outside opinion to deal with it. <laughs> Instead of going to therapy. We don't need therapy. We don't need therapy. Everyone needs therapy, debatably. I think everyone needs therapy, at least once, in my opinion. I mean, everyone's got shit to talk about. So. For sure, but I think the internet is being treated as therapy. <laughs> you know, it's a bad place to go get therapy. It is. It really <laughs> is. I, it's a good way to self get some self-recollection, but it's not, like, um, not something that should be ever traded for therapy in place of. Mm -hmm. I mean, we could play this. This isn't too, too bad. Are you previewing it? Yeah. All right, what does this say? This says... Oh, this is long. All right. Oh. <laughs> it's not the question. It's like the article that goes with it. Um, being in love can be incredible, but it also has the habit of making us see our faulty relationships through rose-tinted glasses. Blah, blah, blah. Science. Did you know that rose-tinted <laughs> glasses on chickens actually makes them extremely violent? So is that where the term seeing red comes from? Maybe. No, I think it comes from bulls. I mean, maybe. Because, like, you know how yeah, bulls Yeah, they get angry with the kid. red. I mean, maybe it's the same thing in their brain. Like, maybe all animals are like that, except for, like, dogs who have, like, a lack of um, rods and cones in their brain, uh, eyes. Well, bulls don't see color either. I don't think. So then how the fuck does the red thing work? It's a certain key. I don't know. I don't remember. I don't. Oh, that's some speculation. But what some I was saying speculation? was... Uh, what they used to do for cockfighting back in like back when cockfighting was legal, they used to get these red little glasses and melt them on the chicken's eyes. Oh, so they'd I've always seen that, red yeah. and they'd be always seeing like blood and shit and they'd make them super violent. Oh my god. That reminds me of uh the robot chicken. Mm -hmm. And he's got yeah. like the one monocle that's red. Completely out of place kind of the conversation. I mean it is, but like, it, yeah. no it's not. Because it's like he's got the one red eye because yeah, they turned him into the like half robot. Like, Maybe that's where the rose-tinted glasses come from. Because they are rose-tinted red. I mean, maybe. They were on the chicken's, like, chicken glasses. Yeah, but the term rose-tinted glasses is means to cover up the negative instead of enhancing the negative. Sure. So that would be inaccurate. Maybe the phrase is used wrong. Uh, maybe, but that's probably not what it's meant for. Yeah. It's probably meant for something else. 
Anyway. Mm -hmm. um, According to a scientist, responding yes honestly to these questions, which rely on both science-backing science data and intuition, means your relationship is worth staying in. Fun. We're getting exposed. <laughs> uh, I hate that you're crunching a noodle right now. It's what's left of the cough drop. It's not, though. I literally watched you pop a noodle in your mouth. No, I'm not Can you swallow it at least? Swallow a cough drop. Yes. That would be redundant. <laughs> it's really not. All right, number one. Does your partner make you a better person, and do they do the same for them? And do you do the same for them? What do you think? That's not a good way to start that. I think we make each other better people. I think we were very different, more than you care to admit, and it makes us have a lot of good open conversations. Yeah. I wouldn't say we're very different. I think we're very different. I don't think so. I think we're, we're similar. I think we have similar aspects, which is what you focus on, but we're very different. I guess. I mean, what am I supposed to say to that, I guess? Like, you're supposed to have an opinion here. It's an escape word. Yeah, I know. I'm not letting you escape. You're being held prisoner. Come on. Help. <laughs> I'm being held captive. Blow on the camera, spell it backwards. You need help. Help me. I mean, I, I guess isn't an answer to that. I mean, it's either like a yes or no. What was the question? I knew you were going to say that. What's the question again? Does your partner make you a better person and do you do yes. the same for them? I didn't think that was really a question, but yeah. It is a question. It's literally here. Goodness. You broke the table. Please don't. Actually, yeah, please do so I can get a new one. I hate the glass. Um. <coughs> just disappointed. Are you and your partner both care? Who got words. All right. Lisa. Are you and your partner both comfortable with sharing feelings, relying on each other, being close, and being able to, and being able to avoid worrying about the other person leaving? I have an insecurity about that sometimes, but it's you it, do. It, it gets I'm going by. I know it gets less <laughs> with every day. Yeah, no, I don't have a problem with that. You don't think I'm gonna leave? I uh, no, <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm stuck with you. Um, you're stuck with me. Um. I mean, I think we're both capable of sharing feelings. It's just whether or not we do it. Like I don't even know my feelings most of the time. I know, but I also think you ignore them a lot. If they're there, they're meant to be ignored, right? No. <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, do you and your partner accept each other for who you are and without trying to change each other? Yeah. I think the only time I try to like change you, and I don't want to even say change, is like I'm trying to push you to be better. Which I think is an important part of in a relationship. I'm content. Yes, but you're content. That's the issue. <laughs> you're content. Content, not contempt. Contempt. Contempt is negative. Content is also negative, but not as bad. I think being content is a bad thing. I think if you're not willing to change, even a little bit, whether or not I change you or you change you is different, but if you're not willing to change, then you're just hindered. I mean, like, little things. Like, I think you could do better in some small things. And I try to push you towards that. I know. You just can't be perfect in everything, babe. You don't... I've got so many other things I'm being perfect at. Yeah, with how much you <laughs> want to be perfect, you would think you'd want to be more perfect. Oh, baby. You couldn't I, handle it. I know. Perfect is impossible, so the next thing to perfect is perfect. 
Yes, but you're not. Ooh. Extremely so. <laughs> <laughs> um, I bet you the 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 burping out throughout this is probably gonna get on people's nerves. Sucks. Don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> like, uh, we're gonna Bailey's actually gonna have to go through it when she edits this. She's gonna um, put a uh, little bleep over my burps so it looks like I'm a cool guy. And I swear. No, I'm gonna amplify the sound <laughs> to annoy everyone. You're just gonna hear like you're gonna hear like. Uh, like a scream. Like know? the, uh, the... <laughs> your rape noise? Yeah. Yes. Um, when disagreements arise, do you and your partner communicate respectfully without contempt or negativity? I think so. When it's a real problem, yes. <laughs> I think when we do, you know, your opinion's <laughs> better or worse, then no. <laughs> There's no dispute that my opinion is obviously better than you. I think when it's a serious question, or question, uh, problem, then yeah. Mm-hmm. We're pretty good at that. Um, do you and your partner share decision-making and power and influence in the relationship? I don't know about power. I don't think that power and influence has ever been a problem for us. I don't think one of us really has power. Over the, yeah, I don't uh, think we really have power, honestly. Uh, like We're both betas. <laughs> <laughs> no, boy. That was a joke. I think you're... Okay. I just died. <laughs> You're going to be looking at Bailey for the rest of this podcast. No, we're not. Anyway, I don't think one of us has power. I think we share influence. Like, we influence each other pretty much, but we don't share power. Like, I don't, I don't think we have power. No, <laughs> like, I, I never really thought about there was a power. I, I don't think I there's never a really power thought dynamic. if there was, yeah. Was, yeah. They never really thought about a power dynamic between us. I think we suck at decision making, both of us. Like, we're I mean, like, yeah. I don't fucking care what we're we do. Both, we're, we're, we're both like, oh, you can pick. Uh, I do get irritated when well, I'm forced to do though. Yeah. I think you're quick to be like, no, you fucking decide. And I'm like, yeah. alright, fuck it, I'll decide. And then you go, no, I want this. And I'm like, ah, oh, <laughs> fuck you! <laughs> so you should have said this to begin with. Uh, I need to start doing that tactic where they say, like, you know, give your girl, like, five uh, top choice, like, guess where we're going. And I'm gonna be like, alright, Leighton, guess what we're doing. And then you give me an answer. And then you just like, yep, that's what we're doing. Yep. Yeah. I'm gonna start doing that. <laughs> Um, are we best friends? I, I think so. so. Yeah, yeah, I don't think we really... <laughs> we spend the most time with each other. And we pretty much do anything. To the point that we're just like... Sometimes we just sit on our phones together. <laughs> and sometimes that's good, sometimes that's bad. But I think we spend a lot of time together. I mean, yeah. Especially doing dumb shit. Um... <laughs> Do you and your partner think more in terms of we and us or rather than you and I? No, I think I think of you and I, yeah. personally. I don't know if... Well, I think we only think of a unit when we're trying to make future decisions. Yeah. Like when we're talking about stuff of like moving on in the future and stuff like that. That's the only time we think of like us. Yeah. Or we. Or we're talking about us like in context. Like... If I'm talking about you on the podcast, like, mm-hmm. I think I did for, like, five seconds on the last episode, was, like, I would say we... Oh, yeah, 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 I watched that one. Yeah, you're full of shit. <laughs> um, but, like, any other time, it's, like, we're separate people. Which I think is nice, because, like, my, my last relationship, we were, like... I got drawn into the relationship, rather than being a separate person. Yeah, I think we live our own separate lives. Yeah. Like, not in a bad way. Not, like, we never spend time together. But we, we, we live... We have... We're... We are ourselves as individuals, and we're also ourselves as a couple. Yeah, but I mean, that's bound to change when we move together and stuff like that. So, like, I Eventually. mean, yeah, for sure, but 
um, like we have this weird dynamic of like doing our own things on a separate time mm -hmm. during the week and then we don't do anything but leave each other's side for 10 seconds on the weekend. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. There are often times when I'm here on the weekends and, and she's doing her thing and she's like, Leighton, I'm crying because you're not in the same room with me. That's like, not true. Yeah, She'd deny it because she's a <laughs> You're so full of shit. <laughs> He's lying. Oh my god. I actually kind of like this far back. I was thinking you could move the camera like there so I mean, it's looking down the table at us on the side. We'll make it work. I kind of like this, this like before, to, yeah, if you're right? wondering. This is why the channel's called Amateurish. <laughs> somewhat new, somewhat not. Um, yeah, fuck it. Whatever. We'll do that from now on. <laughs> Would you and your partner trust each other with the passwords to social media and bank accounts? Yeah. yeah. Like, why wouldn't we? I think I'm taking like, your money. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't all think. the YouTube revenue you have right now. Oh, it's all mine. The whole zero dollars I get from my hobby right now. <laughs> yes. That I'm trying to establish into a career. I mean, if you did, I'd kick your ass, but that's <laughs> not it. You have to find me. You have to catch me. You're not as fast as I am. It's not that hard. I just your your parents would feel so shit. They would give me my money back, and then they'd beat your ass. Well, they also know I wouldn't do it. So. Exactly. Yeah. So. If you did for some weird reason, I mean that's dumb. I mean, like, do we have each other's phone passwords and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I forget it, and then you're like, no, you can't have it. No, 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 you didn't care enough to remember to begin with. I'm just really shit with memory, but really yeah, shit with I mean, memorizing thing. It's not that hard. To trust each other like that. Why are you touching the mic? We're gonna hear all of that. Stop it! Fundling your ears. Stop right fundling now. it. <laughs> um, do you and your partner have good opinions of each other without having an overinflated point of view? What I don't that know what that means. Because like, um, oh, oh, an unbiased point of view. Do, do, do I have a? I yeah, are we not biased with rose tinted glasses over one? Like, do, are yeah, we out yeah, of yeah, a honeymoon yeah. phase? I think is what it's supposed to mean. I mean, I, I think we're out of honeymoon phase. It's been like two minutes. Right. <laughs> Sometimes. Um, Sometimes. Oh, she's so annoying. Oh, you're full of shit. <laughs> to, be um, to be fair. Watch later, Kenny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> do you and your partner have good opinions of each other? I don't think so, that we're not extremely mm -hmm. biased. I think, if anything, I'm a little more critical over us sometimes. I'm like, we could always do better. And we could yeah. always be better. See, you criticize me. I never criticize you. I don't criticize you. I give you constructive, like constructive criticism. criticism. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I'm not criticizing to be, you know, contemptful. And criticizing just to be a weenie. Precisely. Um, do your close friends as well as your partners think you have a great relationship and will stand the test of time? I don't have friends, so. <laughs> I would think so. I think Noelle thinks that. I mean, I think she, you know, my sister thinks that we have a decent relationship. I think she thinks I'm happy. And right. I think that's probably the same I feel way about her. I don't know what you and your friends talk about because, like, you have more friends than I do. All uh, the first time we hung out, I think we got back and Eric said we were gonna get married. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> Which was funny because that was so weird of Eric at the time. Yeah, but I don't know. Eric's, Eric, Eric was dealing with his own shit at that time. But uh, I, uh, I don't know. I think my friends think we have a really good relationship. I don't know what you guys talk about when I'm around, well, so... Well, we, we, usually dumb shit, I would assume. Guys usually don't talk about their relationships unless it's... Yeah. Like, like, unless we're drunk. Sometimes you guys get drunk, <laughs> that's why I'm asking. I don't get drunk. Okay, you might not get drunk, uh, but... Yeah. You're open enough to talk about it, I would think. Yeah. 
So if they got drunk and asked you... I gotta stop touching shit. Yeah, you I, I, It probably bothers people. At that point, just close your eyes. Play with the glass. There you go, baby. I have my own glass. Yes, but it's glass. This is plastic. It won't be, make as much noise. Uh. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah. I think since my last relationship, with the few friends I do have, they... Like, Dre. Dre's a good example of this. Mm-hmm. He thinks we're gonna be fine. And thinks we'll be good together and that kind of stuff. And he fucking loves you and he's never really met you in person. I mean, who doesn't love me? My mom. <laughs> <laughs> Your mom barely met me. She exactly. Barely me. So she doesn't love you. Because she doesn't know you. <laughs> I think your dad likes me. I think you're white, so he likes you. <laughs> I can't really do anything about that. Yeah. Um, and me. <laughs> I think because you're white, he likes you. Um, because he doesn't like Robert. Um, is your relationship free of red flags like cheating, jealousy, or controlling behavior? Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's a, pretty much. It's a big non-problem. I know. I know. I have the tendency of being controlling. Especially with the I would way say more micromanaging. Like, I, I feel like I only micromanage when you're cooking. Which bothers the living fuck out of me. <laughs> and I tell you that all the time, and you still do it. But, um, I mean, that's not something I ever want to control you with. It's just mm-hmm. more like, please fucking stop. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds pretty controlling to me. It's not controlling. <laughs> it's my opinion of, like, it's something that pisses me off, and it's a problem. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I don't think I'm, I, I, I could be wrong. I don't know that I micromanage so much as, like, I think... You just things, manage? I don't manage. <laughs> when do I manage you? I think you're just giving me shit. I am. When do I ever micromanage you? It was a joke. I can't, I mean... Yeah, see, there it is. All right, what is it? I can't think of a time. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like I got a burp, but I don't. Burp. No, not in the mic. <laughs> It should literally just be called Little Mama. <laughs> hey, Little Mama, whisper your ear. Gotta be my luck. Or just Hey, Little Mama. Hey, Little Mama. Stop touching things. You literally just said I gotta stop touching things. Um. No, but I'm curious why you said that though, because like. Uh, uh, nothing I can think of makes me want to say that. But you said I'm micromanaging. It was a joke. I think I do have the tendency to be kind of controlling because of how I was raised. I mean, I try not to really hard. Sometimes when we're like watching a show and I open my phone, you're like, bitch! Because I want to spend time together. We yeah. don't spend any time together through the I week. don't mean open my phone as in like, oh, this fucking show sucks. Let me just like, like oh, I gotta check something. No, oh, I know. Man. I mean, that's more like you have a need to fill your brain with more stimuli, which is why you open it. And I understand mm-hmm. that. That's fine. It's a, I need it's to a social things. science, but we're particularly spending time to watch a show that you like that I don't and you open your phone it bothers the fuck out of me because we're no longer no longer doing something that you want to do sure anyway <laughs> anyway that was an easy question uh do you and your partner share the same values when it comes to politics religion oh this is a hefty one no politics <laughs> religion the importance of marriage and the desire to have kids or not and how to parent i'll say 50 50 all right politics no <laughs> well Yes, Social man, issues, no. yes. We share yes. the same. We sh- we share the same opinions. But We're I don't get any politics because I don't care. Yeah. 
I would say. I know uh, you have political opinions. I do have political opinions. I don't. We don't talk about political opinions on the internet because that's just rude and impolite. Yeah. But, um. Like, I don't care. Like, it's not. Yes, it affects me. It's ignorant to say that it doesn't affect me, but, like, it doesn't fucking. People are going to do what they want, so I'm going to make mm-hmm. the best of the situation I have and just roll with it. Like, I'm not going to fix the good world. Like, yeah. I wanted to when I was younger, but I'm not going to change it, it's and big, so I don't care big, about politics. It's a big, ambitious task to fix it, the world. It is. I more wanted to fix education, but... I feel like if I... The, the thing about politics is if I truly found out what's going on in the world, I'd just be mortified and just be like, all right, fuck it. The world's unfixable. Yeah. I'm such a pessimist. I, I'm not... I would say that I'm on that, but I'm not a pessimist because it's mm-hmm. not like unfixable it's like i don't have the power to fix it so mm-hmm. this is the only way i can do better is to openly have conversations about what's going mm-hmm. on and not necessarily be about like political opinions and yeah. political opinion like social issues but to be on the lower end of it and make a difference in my small community makes a larger impact and a ripple effect mm-hmm. so that's the way i fix the problems of the world i can't do anything higher than that because that's not within my capabilities yeah so i don't care to talk politics so yeah Religion, we have different opinions, but I'm just open. Yeah. You were raised on a religion and kept to it. I was raised on a different religion and didn't keep to it, so. Yeah. That's the only difference. I mean, she's open-minded about it. Yeah. You're open-minded, but you aren't shut off like, there's no God. No, I mean, that's not true at all. I mean, I think there is, you know, an open opinion to it, and whether or not you determine that as, like, a male deity or a female deity or, like, a fucking potato floating in the sky, I don't care. But, mm. like... What I have a problem with religion is, like, when people tell me, like, I'm wrong for thinking that there is no one set thing. Like, you can, like, it's the shutdown effect. Like, I don't care. I don't care to put a label on it on a lot of things. Like, I don't put myself in alignment with a political party. I don't put myself in alignment with a religion. Yeah, I got you. I'm more telling Um, the podcast. Devotion to marriage, I think we're on the same. I mean, she, she, you did go through a phase where you didn't want to get married. No, I said I didn't know if I wanted to get married (laughs) because it was a, a... social issue and it was something I was going through at the time where I took a marriage class and I was like I didn't know if it was even important to me that I wanted to get married so much as just live together Mm -hmm. and I was like okay what's the difference a piece of paper and I realized that that was ignorant of me and I actually morally aligned with getting married and whether or not that's being a uh, sacrament yeah I think it's called a sacrament you don't know (laughs) well maybe it's because i was raised in a catholic church um is like i think it's considered a sacrament or something where you get married but it's like i don't morally align with it for a religious reason it's more of a personal um reason as to why and what i want to raise my kids on Mm -hmm. which i think we are back and forth on a lot not like <laughs> it's over dumb things of like how many kids and that kind of stuff, but see, I don't want as many kids as she wants. Well, I was raised in a family of five, so <laughs> I want two maximum. I want three max. You mean minimum? No, max. <laughs> three and a dog is more than I can ever hope for. Okay. Oh, God. My problem is having like all boys or all child. girls. I don't want all of one or the other. A dog is the easy mode of raising a child. <laughs> Which is why you have a dog first. <laughs> Yeah. And then you raise the kids with a dog instead of having kids. Well, the dog would help raise the kids. Exactly. But I think we more have different issues on how to parent because we have different experiences. Like, I've been around kids learning how to raise them since I was 11. And mm-hmm. you've only recently just had a cousin or something that, like... Uh, I'm, not, I'm not related to them at Yeah, all. you're not. A child in your life. <laughs> and I'm, I, I've only seen him maybe 10 times in my whole life. 
Okay, so you barely have any experience with kids. Yeah, and I, I know I know it exists, and I interact with them occasionally. My more bigger question is whether or not you pick up a book on parenting. When I have a kid, I will. There's a nine-month period the... for me to learn. There's... If you say that now, I'm going to force-feed you a hundred books in that nine months. Fuck, I'll read nine months. Nine months, more than a hundred days. You can't read a book a day. Yes, I can. I doubt you will. You rack confidence in my verite. I know you're a verite. It's a fact <laughs> of whether you're driven to do it. Uh, I'll figure it out. <laughs> no, 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 no. We'll figure it out. Outside the podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't Jesus. like this, this conversation's going. Um, are you and your partner willing to sacrifice your own needs and desires and goals for each other without being a doormat? I would say, in retrospect of giving each other time to figure shit out, yes. Like, we have timetables that we've recently discussed of where, like, we want to be at certain points, and then if we're not met up to that point, then we can be like, this is when we establish sacrifices. Yeah. Which is more me than you, but... We're being more malleable. Yeah. In the future. Like, I mean, there's a huge... I mean, that's more, like, macro. I, I don't think we do sacrificing of our own needs on We're gonna cut up stuff. a goat for this shit. Interesting. Um, like, like goat sacrificing. Never mind. Okay. Ignore me. I'm sorry, people. I'm not. This is fun. <laughs> I apologize. That's not a snapologize. Um, that's a peach. Um, I lost what I was saying. Looking about sacrifice? Yeah, we're about to run out again. Oh, no. One more segment. How many more questions we got? Like three. Okay. And then we can do a closer. But Jesus, this is a long podcast. We'll probably go up two hours, fifteen minutes. Fifty minutes. Fifteen. No, well, I mean, when I cut it down, it'll probably be like just around two hours. Okay. If not, a little less. I want to be around an hour and a half, but we'll see how much I cut out. Okay. Is there anything at this point that I don't care? Um, is there anything at this point that you've talked about that you want me to cut? Or are you fine with everything? Mm, not entirely sure. Maybe just cut out the small pauses or the edits. No, I mean like something you've talked about that you're like, oh shit, maybe mom doesn't want to hear this. Probably anything sexual. I think the only thing is like we've ever implied maybe we've had sex. Yeah. I think that's it. Maybe. And that's in a couple places, so unless I'm cutting out sex altogether. I don't know. I think your mom already knows, so. <laughs> no, I've, she asks all the time. Why? Because. Because why? Because. That's I don't want to have that conversation. You think I want to? Why do you think I hide the condoms when my dad comes over? He's not going to talk to me about it, though. At least your parents talk to you about it. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't think we make micro-sacrifices. Like, on the day-to-day. Yeah, I don't know if, I don't know if we ever really make micro-sacrifices, but I don't know. I think the only thing I sacrifice is, like, and I don't even call this a sacrifice, really, because the oh, we're like something. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I don't think that's something that I necessarily sacrifice is like the time to work more than spend time with you. And like I want to do that, but it's still mm-hmm. considered a sacrifice. Like if you look at the term, it's more yeah. considered a sacrifice, but I don't consider it because I literally physically want to make time for you. Mm-hmm. It's not like the only thing it would be like it's sacrificing like several hours out of my career. That's it. Hours. Yeah, like 24 hours. You know what I can do in 24 hours? <laughs> Make a podcast episode. <laughs> we can do that in three hours. Yeah. Um, do you and your partner have agreeable and emotionally stable personalities? Yes. No. <laughs> 
I think I'm not always emotionally stable. But I think that's also hormones and being a female. And having a past that I have yet to deal with all of Oh, yeah. I, I think I was more like similar, agreeable personalities. Yeah, but the second half was emotionally stable. Agreeable, I wouldn't say you're yes. emotionally unstable. I'm not I used to, When you met me, it's, it's almost sad that I was emotionally unstable. I don't think you were, you're as bad as you think you are. I called you at 4 o'clock in the morning to come sit with me. Mm, no. Yeah. No. Yeah. I think it was maybe like 10 p.m. Okay, 10 p.m. and then we stayed till 4. <laughs> which, granted, we were spending time together, but like I would call you to help talk me out of my problems. <laughs> I mean... I don't think that's emotionally stable. That's what a good friend is for. <laughs> sure. And, uh... We're gonna leave 15 out to spare people we know. But for fun, are we uh, just yes or no? I can't read upside down. Sure. I, I would think yes. I think we have different experiences, but yes. Yeah. Which makes it okay. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's great. <laughs> Like, it's not stellar. Oh, I think this was actually a 14-question questionnaire, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, sure it was. It was 14 questions. Um, yeah, that's the that's the last segment. Um, wow, that was a lot of talking. Yeah, I think I currently hold the record for your longest podcast. You do? How do you of, feel about that? Like, two episodes? Three? Three. This is the... Third. Third or fourth? Third. Third. I was going to have Liam on this one, but instead you came on, so... Liam couldn't make it. Uh, it was better that you were here, though, because a lot of this would have been weird to talk with Liam. <laughs> Not Liam. Yeah, if I'm Liam, um, like, I don't know. Well, it's different because I would have played it off of his past relationships and what yeah. he's in or in a... Um, um, more like what he's doing in his dating circles now. But, um, yeah. I mean, how do you feel? Fine. Better? Worse? Indifferent? Indifferent? Sweaty? <laughs> No. <laughs> <laughs> this fits fades. Other one. Two. That one's worse. <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> um But yeah, you don't feel better or worse? No I'm fine. Okay. <laughs> I think you're just indifferent. Yeah, I'm indifferent. Yeah. Nothing else is really new. This is all stuff I kinda knew to begin with, so it was nothing like groundbreaking, like, oh my god. Yeah, so there's you nothing answered that was, number like, super... three different than I would have expected you to answer number three. I think this is kind of the same things we talk about all the time, and it's just more on like a fast-paced three-hour discourse of conversation. Yeah. Yeah. We have this over long periods of topics. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so thanks for watching um, or Adios. listening. Hmm? Adios. It, that means uh, watch next time in Spanish. Is that? That's a lot for one word. <laughs> I'm so glad you were on this podcast with me. Gosh. <laughs> Thanks for coming, babe. Oh, no problem. Yeah. You Where's gonna come on check? another? Uh, when I get money, <laughs> you can have a check. Your check is when we have a joint funded account. <laughs> um, yeah. Maybe come on another one? Sure. Maybe. Or we just start our own? <laughs> My opinion We're is starting our own podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be called My Opinion is Better Than Yours. <laughs> And it's going to be charged emotionally <laughs> with opinions of just fun games. 
It's not opinions on like social political stuff. It's no, no, no. More like Game like, of Thrones and yeah, like, Star Wars movies and yeah. What about maybe pop whether culture. or not Rick and Morty is trash. <laughs> she, she just works. triggers people. She's, she's no, 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 trash. no. I trigger you. There's a difference. Ah, uh, it's okay. Is this over yet? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for joining. I hope you guys will see us next time. If you'd like to check out the social media, it is amateur.ish with underscore podcast. And my name's Bailey. I will see you next time. Bye. All right. All right, all right, all right. Okay. Dear God, that was so long. Oh, yeah. It's going to take forever to do. It's going to take me f- six to seven hours to edit this. Do you watch it all through after you edit it? Yeah. Okay. Normally. Oh, well, we should probably stop this recording. Yeah, yeah that'd be good. <laughs>